You need to be following the you need to be following the guy in to the room where the cup is and then swiping his cup and putting yeah. your cup there instead. That's Dude, what needs need to, to be happening. You need to just be jacking off at reception and everyone that comes out you <laughs> And then the big reveal, the big reveal later is you're like you 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 gather them all in an auditorium and you're like yeah. guys, thank you so much for coming. No, you start off with this. Guys, I've done a bad, bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. There we go. You're perfect. Dude, wait a second. Yeah. Let me put this in. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. I can't hear you. Why not? I'm coming through perfect. I don't know, man. I can't hear anything you're saying right now. You're lying. Why would I be lying to you, mate? I can't hear you. Oh, I'll go figure it out then. <laughs> I, why would I lie about not being able to hear mate, you? Mate, look, even if you I'm can't hear me, all right? I hear, Dude, I I hear what you're hear. saying. I hear what you're I, saying. You're telling me you can't hear me saying this. So dude, I'll right go now, figure it out. What's this? What are you saying? Mate, you dude, heard me. Dude, I'm so angry. I'm trying to fucking install this uh, Microsoft Word. You know, you, you know when they just update it? Like it's, it happened to me two years ago and yeah. they go like, we need to update your clock and your Wiggles app and uh, the Minecraft, or you know, the, the rocket ship launcher thing. And I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah. And for years I was like, I don't want that. Don't update it. Fuck off. I'm happy with my setup. And then finally it goes, last, you have to do it now. They install it and they deleted my hard drive. And Wait. then I'm ringing them up going, hey, where's all my tax data? And they're going, I, do you enjoy the new clock? I'm like, what the fuck? And now, now I had an illegal license, an unlicensed version of Word. It worked. And then it stopped. And then I was desperate because I was doing writing for some dickhead, that new Andy Lee show. And I was... Oh, oh I need to get the man, what a grub you are. You're like, oh, Andy Lee's got a show. I need to buy word. <laughs> Genuine No, license. so I thought I thought was one of the comics I was trying to help write a few jokes for. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I better pay for it. And then it's even worse. It just won't install. They just took $180 and I just sit there and it goes, technical difficulty. And then <laughs> in order to get it, I have to upgrade to, to version 10. I'm like, I'm on 7, Windows 7. I don't want new one. <laughs> Why do I want version 10? Like, I only do very basic shit. Like, why do the nerds always think you want the latest gun? You need the latest remote. I'm like, I'm doing very, I'm doing POG, like basic shit on this, you fuckhead. They, they don't, don't think, they don't think that, but Seven, they've like, they, they dropped support for that thing like five years ago. You know what I mean? It's gone. It's done. It's dead. Eleven. Dude, I don't want out, any so. support. I want to be it's, left alone. I know, but they, they're not making, they're not making the software for it. Like, you've, you've. Uh, you've you don't have a toaster, and you're trying to make toast, and you're just trying yeah. to shove the whole loaf of bread in. Well, I've I've got a big update for Microsoft and that vaccinating cunt. You know the vax selling uh, anti <laughs> or whatever he is. Is I haven't seen any vast improvement in Word and Excel in twenty years. Yeah, the so two pro the, my the only two programs that you use as well. 
and I'm like, oh, have you revolutionised it? Well, that's weird because it doesn't do anything extra in the last 20 years. You just move the buttons around. I'm like, what have you added to Excel in 10 years? Nothing, you fuckhead. And yet I'm buying the new program. I'm like, that's the only functioning, uh, if you're in a business, that's the only functioning areas, PowerPoint slide. And I'm like, can you reflect back? You know, like in a phone, okay, I can take photos now. You can do shit. Yeah. What have they improved in Word and Excel in 20 years? Uh, yeah, the only thing they've done in Excel is they've made uh, conditional condi- conditional color formatting, um, where at some point they realized, well, not they realized, but in their mad scramble to try and get yep. something new out there so it makes sense to someone to buy yep. another version of Excel. They've made it where if you highlight a bunch of uh, rows and columns and you press conditional color formatting, it'll do all of the color formatting for you and alternate oh, between your, your, wow. your light gray and your dark gray <laughs> row by row. Dude, <laughs> dude, how many different ways can they package water up and sell it to you? They're like, it's a new water. And is it H2O? And H2O? And they're like, it's H2O. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I saw you filling that up from a stream, cunt. Like, don't try fucking rip me off. Dude, I can't get comfortable in this new setup. These fuckheads have put the desk below, so like, it, like to talk, to to record to you. Yeah, it's like I've got my laptop down the down a well. Yeah, I'm using a stick to operate it. Do you know the angles are all wrong? It's, yeah, it's nice don't... giving you. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice doing the podcast from a sort of like awful blowjob angle. It's beautiful. Well, this is what I'm saying. Because they put the table, they're like, oh, we don't use the laptop. So let's put the table at ankle height so that Paul Wolf can sit on his lap, bent, hunched over like a fucking dying COVID patient, like an old, and bent down, typing. I'm like, thanks for that, guys, so that you can get footage on the TV screen of your shitty logo. And now now I'm going to have back problems in two years for a podcast that gets 12 downloads. Big shout Fuck out. To, big shout out to the Puffs at Hardy Arms. Thanks guys. You're doing a wonderful service. Uh, they have, man, you've got a better boom than me now on your, uh, on your microphone. Dude, I, it's beautiful. I like, I like that it's called hard yarns, which which means trying conversation, <laughs> effectively. <laughs> they didn't even think of that angle on the word. They're like, oh, it's called hard yarns. So I'm like, difficult to listen to. You've had a lot of time to stew on uh, on your hatred for hard yarns, haven't you? Well, mate, as I sit here with my hand crutched over, <laughs> bent into a well, I'm, I'm angry. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I had a better experience when I used to do it in my bed with a pillow behind my back. I was like, you know what? I was getting a better... All this shit is fucked, man. Most technology... You know what the thing is? Most technology you don't need. And you only realise that once you bought it, you've got this boomstick. And you're like, I'd rather just hold the mic. Do you know, I've got a weird boomstick. I'm adjusting things. Like I'm landing a plane. I'm like, this costs 300 bucks. I'm like, you know what used actually better than a boomstick? Your fucking hand that can do stuff. Do you know what I mean? Your hand can pick a pocket. It can do things. You're like, imagine if they sold a boom and it was your hand and you go, it's amazing. It does reading. It can write. It can turn a key. And you go, this is the best boom ever. What's it called? Your hand. Your hand's called a boom. Do you know what I mean? And then you go, oh, you've got to give me, give me the version 365 from Bill Gates. 
And dude, I've had the I've had the vaccine and it's affected me. Yeah, man. No, I man, I had mine too. Uh, I'm, Did it affect you? Yeah, I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing sounds now, like weird colours, and um, doing a lot of counting. I can't get off the train. It's dude, so. Good. You know what I'm loving is uh, the anti-vaxxers that the first time in their life they've done some research. I'm like. If you had done that amount of work in tertiary education, you wouldn't be living in a caravan, mate. Like you, you're fully clued up, and you're going like under this article and Professor Five Four. I'm like, dude, you could have written a thesis and actually become a doctor with the amount of research you've done to protect your caravan and your job at Coles. Going, it's this conspiracy. I'm like, well, look, Cheryl, it's just good to seeing you apply your mind for the first time in your life, driven by fear, like a fucking loser. Can you see me now? You've you've put something in front of the what the fuck is that? There we go. What it's is, a beer what bottle. is that? Dude, it's it's my screen's <laughs> coming apart. Your, the top of Wolfie's laptop has just come off <laughs> and he's put it in front. Like, <laughs> oh, mate, it's, it was dude, obscuring the webcam. <laughs> you are definitely immune compromised though, because like the last few weeks you were getting dizzy. Which is one of the sissiest uh, Oh, my God. Yeah, we haven't even... We haven't talked about that. How, yeah. No, so, uh, just after just after you left. <laughs> just after you left the Gold Coast. And what a glorious trip it was. A beautiful Fuck, sort man, of... man, I can't get... Where am I? I'm going to go move... Uh, okay, I'll try to sit here. <laughs> I'll sit on the fucking floor, these cunts. You let me know when you're ready, and I'll keep uh, I'll keep it going. Oh, mate. Well, you know what? I now do my podcast from the floor because we bought all this equipment. <laughs> I've got to lie with my face turned on the carpet because we've got this weird boom mic. I'm like, oh, I love this. How's the new equipment working? I'm like, it's great. I now lie like a homeless guy trying to bum, bum change, doing my fucking podcast. Thank you for the setup. Yeah, dude. Yeah, anyway, you know what? We haven't done a pod. After the trip, because it was a horrible trip. I was bullied by you and Demi. You tag team me like a f- fucking Bully. pack of hyenas. That is such a fucking warp, uh, warp perception of reality. There was absolutely Dude, if I, no if, bullying. If, if that was a workplace, I would have reported both of you guys to HR. You would have reported us to HR. Firstly, every day on the job from 10 a.m. until I assume 10 a.m. the next day, just out of your mind drunk. Horrific working conditions for everybody. I was on holiday, and man, one thing I must say on to holiday? you is, no, look at this, look at this. You're like, I'm reporting you to HR. I was on holiday. There's not the the fucking cognitive dissonance between the things that you're saying and the things that you're thinking. Like, everyone's mean to me at work. I am on holiday. It's not fair for me. I'm supposed to be no, by the pool having margaritas. My thing for you though, you would you're running it like you're running uh like solving. Uh, you know, like a big data center that's trying to find the cure to COVID. But I'm like, then I go to your gigs, there's 12 people there. And you're like, I spent all day marketing. I'm like, well, <laughs> whatever you're doing is not working, mate. You've got this data team. You've got people going tapping away. And one of the things I learned in business is to go high level. And I'm like, <laughs> the output isn't there. So even though um, you must be doing some online gaming or some shit because you work for eight hours a day. With little to no results. That is also <laughs> some huge fucking bullshit. I actually managed to put people in for your uh, uh, for your solo show, which I might add beforehand. You spent maybe ninety minutes pacing backwards and forth like the most anxious little bitch I've ever seen. Oh, I don't know if it's gonna work. I'm not funny. They're not. They're gonna hate me. Ah! 
What do you mean I had 90 minutes? You booked me. I had three gigs. I was in an Uber when the show started, coming from the circus gig. I was basically worked as if I had no passport. I'm trying to get it back from my pimp boss. I went, first gig, circus gig. I'm in an Uber. You're like, dude, the show started 15 minutes ago. I run in and that's the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did work you pretty well the first night. That was good. See, what the fuck? You, can, you, you Again, the cognitive dissonance between you going, there's 12 people at the gigs. You're like, I'm at three shows. I'm running between one. I'm in an Uber. I'm coming back to the <laughs> other one. Make your story no. straight. I don't know if you know how riffs work, but you got to lie on most of it to get to the <laughs> kernel. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you just and find I'm an angle and then you work your it. character, aren't I? I'm not going to sit here and just let you attack mine. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, man. It's good for you to still defend yourself. <laughs> I respect that. Uh, we had a, we had a beautiful time. Um, you were absolutely smart. I actually I was looking back through. Uh, I was editing something the other day and going yeah. back through messages that we had. And there were a lot of concerned messages from people saying things like, I thought Wolfie was sober. <laughs> and what happened to Wolfie being sober? Uh, mate, well, I was actually, I was drinking in the afternoons, to be fair. And mornings? I never drank in the morning once. That is fucking bullshit. I'm pretty sure I could pull a recording from the morning of well, you being drunk and us doing a pod. I challenge you to find that. I don't think it would take me very long at all. And I, I, I'm not going to do it because we'll interrupt the flow that we've got going on right oh, but now. But anyway, let me let me tell you this. Yeah, okay. People are concerned about me as I'm going about their life, but they have no life and they're watching my life. So I'm like, who's who's the one should be concerned about? The one that's occupied living their <laughs> life or the loser that basically spends their day watching through the fence and saying, I wonder if the neighbor, what they're going to do today because I sure as fuck don't have anything on. So I'm going to peek out and watch him garden and then go, oh, he's trimming with the wrong tools. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon when the, when the neighbour has bashed all the fences down so everyone uh, in the cul-de-sac can see and they're doing a big wee in public right into the fountain. Dude, well, uh, let me, let me, <laughs> don't besmirch my character because I didn't do that. Let me swap um, mics. Okay. I hate this shit. Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay, this is a lower chair, so that's going to be better. <laughs> Thank fuck. Is that better? Oh, it's, it's a lot better. Can you pick up the, the mic sound? Yep. Okay, we're good now. That's good. Um, that other seat's untenable. So, <laughs> anyway, look, at the end of the day, there's no way I drank every day because... <laughs> whoa, you, whoa, 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 whoa. To ascertain that is insane because you drank every no, because fucking I can day. Give, I can give I can give you the excuse because I never bought any beers and you ran out really quickly into the thing. I only returned a new carton... <laughs> About uh, six days in, I stole all of Jamie's drinks. Whoever put those beers in there? What is this? What is this defense? The first thing that happened is that I bought. Uh, I had a case of beer that you drank all of. You drank all of Demi's beers, uh, and then yeah. you bought a carton and you drank all of them the rest of the time you well, were that's, here. That's fuck all, dude. A carton, a carton a day. That's three days drink. <laughs> I was there for ten days. <laughs> So you do the numbers, and you know what? Maybe that's why Demi bullied me. Now that I reflect back, because I stole her whole card, <laughs> and I didn't even ask her. And then I, I don't know what we did to pay her back. Is every every day it was, it was a similar pattern. Um, uh, I'd wake up, 
I'd come out. Uh, you would have been up since, uh, I don't know, I guess seven. Well, probably not slept at all. Just sort of laying there in a, in a manic stupor. Dude, what are you talking about? I, I lay <laughs> in that bedroom hearing you play online gaming. Tap, 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 tap. I'm like, what the fuck? It's five o'clock. It sounded like someone was trying to bang to get in my door. And it's you playing <laughs> Call of Duty or War of Mine, Minecraft. <laughs> Yelling, and you had a team of gamers that arrived, like these guys with guns, and they got their own equipment. You know, someone that rocks up at the pool hall with their own yeah, their own cue, or they go they go to the bowling thing and they got they've got their own uh, ball and the special little glove and a special, and it's their lucky fucking lucky glove. And you're in there, and I looked in, and guys would arrive, you know, like quite seriously. And you guys didn't really talk <laughs> quite seriously. Well, like they're checking in, like they're checking in for the Vietnam War. They'd all check in all their stuff. They'd apply like a camel pack, and then you would go for what seemed like nine hours gaming with twelve-year-old boys out in Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yet we've we've taken them down again. I'm like, you're playing against my son, who thought he was on Minecraft. Do you know what I mean? That's at home. And you're like, another victory for us, for someone who, from someone whose frontal lobe is not fully developed. A 12-year-old boy in fucking San Diego. Good on you, Josh. You got the better of me this time. Anyway, I'm off to play school. <laughs> There's a reason that they conscripted a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, 13, 14, 15-year-olds into the, into the wars. It's because they've got better reflexes. They do a better job and smaller targets. They're Tiny. a much smaller target. They're so Tiny hard to get. hands. It's so hard to get a headshot when that brain is like a peanut. And, <laughs> and also there's, the frontal lobe's not working. So even if you hit there, there's no impact because they're only driven by those emotion. Hel- those helmets are so fucking cheap, man. They're only, they're only, and then you know what? You don't mourn them much because they haven't lost much. They yeah. didn't have a family. They were born and it, they were born out of a drunken night out on the, the sailing, the, da- the docks. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, they're probably a regret. You got a herpes at the same time that you conceived them. <laughs> and you're like, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Dude, that is actually the ultimate if you could spawn during the war. So the war goes for 10 years. And because it's kid soldiers, you've just got a breeding camp. And they, they think, oh, the numbers are decimated. But you've been breeding. And just, you know, like in the back thing, there's crates of new kids that are just handed weapons. <laughs> And you're like, he's dead, but he's five years. We've got a, 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 a replacement because we've got the other fuckhead. We're having, uh, you know what I mean? You can have packs. It's actually interesting, man, because IVF, you could just breed thousands of people purely for cannon fodder. Well, was that not sort of the move of the uh, like communist regimes it was to was to do that for just to keep pumping out more and more people, the USSR and the CCP? I mean, what incredible birth rates. That's what the Vikings did because you get on land and then you just rape everyone there and then they sort of say, well, you lost the war, but I'm like, oh, everyone's actually a Viking now. Do you know what I mean? So it's sort of like yeah. your kids are Vikings and then it's sort of like because they've got that sort of nationalism in many ways they're like well are we irish anymore not not really i mean that kid's fucking six five and looks a lot like our enemy <laughs> Do you know what I mean? so they've sort of you, you've snuck in you know what's that thing where you, you go um you trojan horsed yeah. your way into a country well i mean so was was it a it was genghis khan who uh who wound up with like eight eight percent uh of all asian people uh descended from genghis khan Dude, that is such good going, man. Dude, man, that's a lot of busting. 
you would have to do to get to 8%. Well, he had that harem and he bust into a new girl almost every few hours. That's true. That's how it worked. That's true, yeah. You know, that's actually the sign of uh, true wealth is that you only have sex with a person once. Yeah. you're like, well, why, why would I, um, you know, like the Microsoft updates. You're like, well, I'm not going to stick with the XR. I just want every, a similar looking version to my soulmate. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been on this roller coaster. I've done it once. Let's go to the next theme park. Next one, one, next one. You know, time's short, guys. I've got to get the population up to 30%. It's all wolfies. <laughs> Dude, there was that guy that was doing that, going to the IVF clinics and giving his sperm. And for some of the lesbian girls, he would actually impregnate them if they wanted. And then they sort of thought, oh, well, this is, this is good. We've got kids. But then he came back like a Genghis trying to establish relationships with these families and kids, which is the ultimate Trojan horse. <laughs> where you go like, hey, I'll give you semen. And then when the kid hits eight, you email and go like, I miss you so much, my daughter. I'd love to come live with you out in Gold Coast at your mum's place. She was such a special woman. What's that uh, thing called? Is it uh, reproductive abuse, I think? Uh, which is those pe- those people whose their whole thing is uh, they they yeah they they try and impregnate people and stop uh, stop them from having uh, or or taking birth control or whatever and they're doing it to as, as many people as they can and trying to trying to bump those numbers up making them dude well that's what I said on stage because I was telling people if you they were talking the environmental thing if you've had more than two kids don't even worry about fucking recycled cups. You fucking vulture. But, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like, you got four kids. Shut your fucking mouth. You don't give a shit about the environment. Even one, if you do the maths on it, you have created unlimited environmental potential havoc in the future. If that yeah, one yeah. has four, every everything you ever did has completely null and void. You might as well have done none of it. Yeah, the birth of your eighth kid. Roger. Where's your keep cup? <laughs> Where's your keep cup, Rogers? All the kids are going to have keep cups. We've got thousands of these little fuckers. I, I have not been to a lot of low socioeconomic households recently, but from the ones that I have been to and the experiences that I have had, the people in that sort of five to eight and over uh, offspring like area, they don't yep. really seem to give that much of a fuck about recycling. They, why would they, dude? Like, it's a one-shot deal for them. They arrive, they're immediately aware that they've got very faulty software, and they're like, ah, fuck it. I never would have done well in this world. I, but you know what the thing that's interesting for me, I was listening online to people trying to find their, their sort of biological parents. Yeah. Do you know when they've been handed in? And it's a bit like when a dog goes missing. Like, I tried to have a bit on this that, Eight k's away. Well, hand, hand in like uh, for adoption. Yeah, you yeah. know when you get adopted and then you go, I must find my biological mum. And I'm like, you realise your biological mum's 50, has the internet, and she's not looking for you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? It's sort of like your dog's missing. It can smell you from eight k's away. You're putting signs up on the post going, I miss you. I miss you so much. I'm like, you understand that they've no had no intent to find you for 40 years and that it's not ideal that you just rock up. Do you yeah. know, it's not like they woke up and, and thought, oh, actually, yeah, I meant to get around to that, but I was too busy doing the ironing boy. 
Uh, great to meet you. I love you so much. You know, it's not an accident. No, it's very uncommon that someone has uh, has the pram with the kid in it uh, at the top of the hill and they turn around for a second and the pram just, it, off it goes and then it yeah. winds up with a new family. They they didn't want you there then and yeah. now it's later. That The only thing that's changed is time. And during that time, they've, had a, they've been trying their hardest to kind of distance themselves from the memory of ha- having given you up uh which is very probably the worst thing they've ever had to do you arrive with two teeth and a meth habit and you're like it's very rare that the parents try to find you it's always the kid yeah because their life's fucked up and they want to work out why they're so dumb so they have to find the source and then <laughs> do you know, where did these fucking genes come from my parents are wealthy man it's, it is sort of like a salmon going upstream you know what i mean like it's swimming back to the the, the spawning ground and you yeah, get there yeah. and you're like oh fuck <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's sort of a weird thing where you're shipping out products and then one day one of the products returns and goes Hey, and you're like, dude, we put you on eBay. We sold you. What are you doing? Why are you back here? Like, we've got hundreds of you. You mean nothing to us. Why has this fucking faulty Microsoft laptop been returned? Like, we flogged you off for a quick profit. But anyway, look, at the end of the day, if anyone out there has step parents, I'm just saying... Cling on to them because they're the only ones that really yeah, love you. Yeah, those are the ones that love you. The, yeah, the adoptive parents, they they give a fuck. And and wait for your biological parents to come to you. Well, I think that's the move, right? The power move is they must come try to find you. And then people will say, oh, well, look, there's regulations. You can't find them. But you get around them. You know, the kids always do because, you know, I always worry, like, for mates that put semen into those IVF clinics. Yeah. That down the line, they get an email from someone going, hey, (laughs) in London, a lot of guys used to just jack off into these clinics. So they probably have hundreds of kids. Were they they paid? Is that why? Yeah, you get paid. And then you also run the risk that your, your biological kids could end up fucking without you knowing. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Look, it's a slim, it's a slim one, yeah, but it is you there. You create a risk because you suddenly hear you've been in London. You jacked off once a day to get an apple juice, and, uh, <laughs> and then your daughter's like, "Oh, I'm going to go to, I'm going to hell," and you're like, "Hell in London? No, uh, in England? No, no, best not." <laughs> there's over 4,000 of my kids there and then she goes I love Hull keep meeting these amazing guys they remind me a lot of you dad they're so good <laughs> I've been fucking every night one of them looks like you dad he reminds me he looks spinning image of you I'm like he's, he's my son I had a high school girlfriend whose father uh, there, were three, there were three kids and the father also donated sperm and they had like uh, there, there were other kids around the country. He, he was he was a, a great dude and very like I think altruistically quite quite giving. Yeah, but it still it it did skeeve me out the idea that you're just kind of running ro- like roaming around your life and there are these little like satellite families that have been set up using your uh like yeah use, using your framework your, your your legislation that you put in place for your system yeah. government like they're, they're being sprung up other places they, they're using your your programming and you know what's good though for you can be like a poor man's genghis khan 
by just traveling the world, putting your semen into these IVF clinics, and in 20 years, your the globe lights up, you know, like a shot from the moon, with <laughs> spots everywhere. Because you've got you've got a hundred thousand kids because you spent your whole life, you earned a million dollars, you spent your whole life just uh, jerking off at IV clinics to try get your <laughs> footprint into the population. And you tell everyone, I'm, I'm a doctor. Uh, you, you look more like Newman from Seinfeld. You know, I'm a doctor, <laughs> very successful. <laughs> I want to create 150,000 George Costanzas just for a laugh. As, uh, as someone who doesn't want kids, I would think that like if I did... I would want to go hard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't really like the middle ground of like, oh, we're going to have two and it's going to be a yeah, beautiful yeah. family. It's, if you're going to have them, fucking go for a hundred thousand. Really yeah. try, I'll, like have it so in the future, there are, there are history books written about this guy who managed to swindle a hundred thousand people into using his semen sample? Dude, well, that's what I'm saying. It's you can trojan horse your way into the world. You yeah. want to, you want to have an impact on the world. You can go on to online blogs and post shit, but your best thing is to go to IVF clinics and create millions of babies that all have your DNA. What's the point of two? What's the point of the nuclear family when you could shoot for the moon? You could go for. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Make make an island nation. You know what I mean? You could affect change in the world by just hitting up IVF clinics and you go, look, for the next uh, 50 years, all I'm going to do is just jack off at IV clinics every few hours. <laughs> I'm just going to jack off. Every lesbian's going to have one of my children. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> what you, what the, dream, the dream is to get a job at the IVF clinic, right? And then yep. you, are, you just replace every sample because the illusion of choice i think is still very important oh that's so good they're gonna definitely have on file hey this is andrew he has come in uh 14 times a day for the past 41 years like we have we have got walls of refrigerators dedicated to him but no one wants to touch him no, On the other no, hand, people wouldn't want to touch him. No. <laughs> they would be like, this is Andrew, he's an all-time <laughs> even, bestseller. Okay, okay, no, even if they do, even if they do want to touch him. He's even the all-time they... bestseller. <laughs> he's populated 1.2 million kids off his jacket. Even, even if you're a good seller and, and somehow you've tricked these people into thinking that yours is like they're going through and they're like oh nigel look at him he's a doctor oh there's steve he's a he's an athlete oh, is andrew wolf he's fucking washed up i guess we'll go with him uh you're still never gonna get more than a sliver of the pie in this market yeah, unless yet. you're actually controlling you got to be in you the need clinic. To be in there, man. In the switching clinic. samples. The, you need to be following the. You need to be following the guy in to the room where the cup is, and then swiping his cup and putting yeah. your cup there instead. That's Dude, what you needs need to, to be just happening. be jacking off at reception, and everyone that comes out, you. <laughs> and then the big reveal. The big reveal later is you're like you've you've you gather them all in an auditorium, and you're like yep. guys. Thank you so much for coming. No, you start off with this. Guys, 
I've done a bad, bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a bad, bad thing. And you've got, and then you have a, you have a huge PowerPoint, and the PowerPoint is showing all the pictures of all the bio, like the 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 donors. Uh, you know, here's Steve. There's Nigel. And oh. then you're on the mic, and then everyone's looking. They're going like, "This is so weird. Did you? Did we? What's going on? They're like, I, this is my sperm donor." And, and they're showing. crying, and you go like. You're all part of my beautiful new army. Rise, my pretties. You know, you email. And you're like, guess what, everyone? Guess what? I'm Steve. I'm Nigel. I'm all of them. Ah! Oh, I love this. Dude, it's exactly <laughs> what I said in the early bit where the Vikings would just rape out in Europe, in England, and then, you know, put their seat out so that you hit 18 and then you send out group emails everywhere. Hey, <laughs> it's Steve here. <laughs> I've done a bad, bad thing and I want you to come to this island and then you've like, holy shit, Steve has an army now and it's huge. It's about 30 million people that are all would do anything for their daddy who fucked up. I loved you so much. I was off me meds for a few years. I loved you. What I've done's wrong, but I need to, I need the family back together this Christmas and then we're going to get weapons. And get ourselves some oil oil refineries. Man, do you think there's an ombudsman for uh, for sperm clinics? Like, can we start a sperm clinic and uh, and and have have this bait and switch? Because the ge- the genius thing really is that you you have your own sperm clinic. The guys come in, right? You take their samples and you take their details and you build oh their profiles. God. And then you take their profiles and their samples and you sell them to another sperm clinic, all right? In the meantime, you're out the back. Like that's your, the receptionist is taking yeah. all the inf- info. You're out the back feverishly whacking your meat oh. into a cut. So, oh, it's so hard, so much, so far, all the time, constantly. That's all you're doing. The rest of the operation is you're selling to, to support your habit, you're selling the sperm of thousands of other men oh. that you replace with your own out the back. Dude, this is so you've got you've got the front line and then the back backyard jobs, which is like take this shit. It's an actual doctor, and I'm going to pay a premium, yeah. and you're selling it because you know it just made me realize OnlyFans. So I always thought a comedian should have OnlyFans, like a Jim Jeffries. So every gig he goes to, then he bangs someone in the crowd and uploads that. And goes like, this is San Diego. He goes, look at this whore. She loved, she loved my clothes. Ah. But, but what I'm saying is celebrities should sell their semen. You should be able to get Justin Bieber on down the shops at a chemist and you don't have to tell your husband. And they're like, oh, the baby, the baby's beautiful. And you're like, yeah, I got a small loan and we got some Justin Bieber semen for 15 grand. And we've got a, a Jim Jeffries baby and we've got an Oprah Winfrey coming. Can't wait. Do you know what I mean? You know how people are so fame hungry? You could sell. So this is what you do. You become a famous comic and then you sell your semen online and go, you want to live the experience? How about you have a mini Sam Kinison living at your own house? For as little as $15 a month, we'll send you a pack of fuck my jack off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then you can have, you're like, oh my God, I've got a Bill Gates and a Kinnison family. I love it. Do you know what I mean? Why don't they sell their DNA? Think about it. As long as you had no clawbacks, you didn't have to pay. And you could, if I ever make it, I'm going to sell my semen. <laughs> and people can just have an annoying child at their house. <laughs> And I'm going to do the OnlyFans where you just bang 
random people, <laughs> do you know? The fan pays. You know, you want the VIP experience. This is, this is becoming quite the quite the fantasy that we've uh, we've unlocked it here. Well, listen about this. You go like meet and greet are for pussies. You sign up, and Jim Jeffries would jack off on your face. Yeah, meet and beat. That's beautiful. Meet and beat, and we go like pay the premium package, meet and beat, and you get a fucking takeaway sample of the semen, so you can have your own. Kobe Bryant, baby. <laughs> I had to pick a dead celebrity. I don't know why. No, it's, it's good. People like Kobe. He's a, he's a popular choice. But that's a good move too, man. Is for the uh, for the fake the fake sperm clinic is to uh, is to have the celebrity ones where you you also take them. That's that's a great great hook. A beautiful angle. People go online. Justin Bieber's given you his sperm. You've made the profile, but you've just swapped it out with yours. And, and fucking oh, genius. Dude, it's so good. You get that David Boyle that just came fifth or tenth in the, the 400 metres in the Olympics. Did you watch a lot of the Olympics? No, not much. But then he, he says, and they go, like, how do you feel? And he goes, I just can't wait to get down the clinic and uh, <laughs> yeah, sell yeah. the you. And they're like, what does the medal feel like? And they go, Pfizer contacted me over uh, while I was while I was getting my drink bottle. I just cannot wait to get these hot fucking ball bags down to the IVF clinic <laughs> so and cash the, in. That's the move, right? The move is the advertising move is it's like man shake. Yeah. You're on every podcast. <laughs> you're on every YouTube video. <laughs> like the like the wax center or like the... Dude, man shake is actually the perfect name for it, your IVF clinic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going like... Oh, I just cannot wait to monetize this with my own uh, brand of man shake with the Bieber rage. <laughs> and then everyone, everyone on the on the circuit at the Olympics, whatever, they're like, "Oh, guys, it's just it could have been done without my sponsor, Manshake Sperm Clinic. Manshake Sperm Clinic, please use my use my promo code to get ten percent off of my sperms. Jump online, manshakespermclinic.com. dot com. Oh, <laughs> and then you're like, you're like, why'd you go so badly in the relay? To be honest, after the three races, I spent most of the rest of the time at Manshake getting fucking docked like a cow being milked. They just attached it to my udder. I've been lying there. I've pumped out about 30 litres of Manshake. <laughs> I've pumped out 30 litres from this big black dick. I'm like, I am rich, boys. I didn't even want to come to the relay. I had to fucking undock for 10 minutes to do this shit. I'm, I'm loaded. The last component, the last component has to be some sort of like genetic... Uh, genetic coding where you can you can take your sperm and uh, and, and it acts as like a like a sleeper cell agent like yep. whatever's in there that when you, when you get on on TV and you say the fucking code word like the yes. yeah yeah like the the birds fly at dawn Bobby Duke Babadook yeah for a Babadook for a slightly scarier and also Australian centric angle uh, Babadook it's good to support independent local Babadook and, and what you say Babadook 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 and suddenly hundreds of thousands of kids are leaning over their parents sleeping bed with with Swiss Army knives, exactly just stabbing, stabbing. <laughs> stabbing them, and like send all the money through, stab, stab, stab. <laughs> but that code needs to be in the calm, like that. That you need to be able to modify what what you're well, putting out. Well, you can out. do that with your calm. It's all the angles. Like I spoke to some housewives, and they reckon <laughs> if you if, you, if you're a, a shallow pumper, you get girls. 
Deep pumper gets boys. Oh yeah, I, man, I love that stuff. I love that where it's like if you lie on your back and you put your your legs behind your head and you sing the national anthem, then you'll definitely have a boy, and it's probably gonna be twins. <laughs> Do you know when when you know when people say um, we're we're trying to conceive children? I always imagine that lady that said, "Yeah, we're trying to have kids at the moment." Is her lying on her fat back doing those? Uh, you know, we, the bicycle legs? Oh, she yeah, tries to yeah, get, this, yeah. get the semen to go down <laughs> after, after her fat partner's ejaculated. <laughs> and go like, thanks, Wayne. We're right on the, you know, the temperature was perfect. We're ready. <laughs> and she goes, we're trying for kids. I imagine her doing a reverse bicycle <laughs> on her bed. <laughs> trying to drip that shit into her Star Wars pyjamas. Man, how awful. How awful that, like... Something that's just a, a horrible mistake for so many people. For other people, it's like it's it's been eighteen months. We've been trying. I'm tracking my ovulation. Yeah. I'm on my back every night. I've got a fucking. I've got a, one of the. I've got a, I've got a giant bubble tea straw. He's blowing it up inside me. I'm trying to get it there. It's, oh, it's not working. Oh. It's like, man, maybe you are not the fucking one. Maybe leave it alone, dude. There's clearly something with, I don't know if it's the universe or if it's biology it's God, man. or if God it's God can, himself coming down. God is popping those embryos. He's touching you on the forehead going, you're barren cunt. Please don't have any more of you. You were a fuck up. <laughs> you were a giant fuck up. Stop biting Bicycle, bicycle legs. Stop doing imaginary bicycles on your back in your Star Wars pajamas, and take a hint. God's had to come in and immaculately pop those embryos twenty times in the last year. Pop, pop. He's like, fuck. I, I, this thing that she's relentless. Give it up. Are you are you a frumpy cunt who can't get pregnant? Has it been eighteen months? Life's difficult sometimes and it can be difficult to conceive. Why don't you try why don't you invert the motor on your vacuum cleaner and shove that up your snatch every time oh, you man. get a low blowing in you and see if that'll help it take. Dude, imagine if someone <laughs> bought into that and they were like, Look, God didn't want us to have a kid, so let us introduce you to our little Frankenstein. We paid top dollar and we we it's against God. Like, no one wanted this. <laughs> and we've now got, let me introduce little Frankenstein. 170 grand to have a baby that the universe was clearly rejecting. Do you know what I mean? In vitro Frankenstein. It's beautiful. In, in vitro Frankenstein. It's still IVF. <laughs> Dude, it is, it is scary to think. We had so many miscarriages that we thought, you know what? Fuck it. And we just took different parts from all of them and we cobbled together a new child. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so heinous. We got, we got some of the garden, garden hose and we just hooked it up. We actually just hooked it up straight inside and made a sort of like umbilical cord placentary thing. He lived outside the womb in a, in a, in a hyperbaric chamber for years. It's actually an amazing idea for girls because girls are so... They're so often like they can't find the right partner. They're like, I like the one brother and the other. If it was, if I could just meet Wayne and Shane combined, it'd be perfect. <laughs> and now you can have it. You can have the financial security of Wayne, but the semen purchased from Shane down at the local chemist. Do you know what I mean? So you can you can have your soulmate. He's a fat fuck. You don't really respect him, but he's rich. And then you can have Bieber Bieber jeans. So you get to live in your 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 mansion. You've got this nerdy computer guy, and then you've got a basketball player's son. Do you know? So you can have your you can have your cake, 
and you can eat it as well, mm. if you were able to just go down to the chemist and get some LeBron James jack off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From, don't you think? From, and yeah. You don't have to tell you don't have to tell your partner. From the man shake sperm clinic. He he's ego driven. He's 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 worth 150 mil. He just goes, Yeah, of course my son is a sports star. I can't even catch a ball. Dude, I can't even <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You throw. Mate, I can barely catch a break, but this kid, he's got talent. He goes, we're rich now. I, man, I actually think Pete, this could be the next designer, you know, the micro pick, is kid, families just going, look, we we did have kids, but obviously not, neither of us were good enough. So we got Rihanna's embryo and Bieber's <laughs> semen. <laughs> to create the perfect baby and we love him so much. He's just won he's won an award. It's, it's just such a change, a turnaround in our whole genetic life. Years of years of failures and now we're like this kid can sing. <laughs> you know, the kid a, can uh, sing. There there's there are polyamorous cultures uh where like uh, it's 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 not super widespread but like a few of them had this belief that uh uh that the way children were made is that basically you you would you would gather cum like community cum yeah. you would gather the community cum uh, and that that would form the child so like say there's there's you got a hundred a hundred percent to fill yeah. inside right and so the more people you had sex with like that's what the baby was oh, created dude, from. Dude, how so good you is would that? Go, like you would go and find like like oh well Jeff's great at fishing, so I fucked him a couple times, and then then Steve over there, he's he's really smart, so I fucked him a few times as how well. How good is the guru to create that ideology where he's like, to have a baby, it's not immaculate conception. It's a, like filling a jug of milk. <laughs> you've exactly got to get it, man. Like you've got to get enough semen in there, Sheila. So that eventually it gets tipping point and then you'll have a baby. So you've got to let the whole village jack off into you. And eventually, once that milk pail is filled up with that jizz, it'll tip over and God will gift you with a baby. May it be a fisherman or a, a serpent or whatever the fuck you fucked. I don't know. Well, that's the kind of the, uh, like, I guess it makes sense because you can see, you can see what comes out. You can't see like the tiny little egg. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, knew. Yeah, so there's no, there's no. She's she she's barely involved. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, 100. percent they, they they don't even consider her. And back in the day, an IVF clinic was just becoming a whore because you're like, I can't have a baby. So you just the the paperman, whatever. You know, you're down at the mill. You go all have a go. The boss have a go. Have to, let that horse have a go. Who gives a fuck? We need a baby. I need a baby. I would like to say for accuracy, the, these like po polyamorous communities, obviously, culturally, wildly different. There's no sense of private property. There's no there's no sort of uh, even even idea of monogamy doesn't make any sense. It's not like this was a, this was a, 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 a fucking uh, a, the chance for everyone in the village to have a go. <laughs> Dude, it was always a chance for everyone to have a go. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's also the chance. It, like, it, that's that's going both directions. You know what I mean? It's not just yeah. the, the it's not just the guys going like, fuck yeah. Like the idea that someone's uh, it's you're responsible for your own children is insane in these poly like in, in yeah, this yeah. polyamorous society because the, the, the whole fucking saying it takes a village to raise a child doesn't stem yeah, yeah. out of nowhere it stems out of that idea it, and they've got a different one it takes a village to conceive a yeah, child it takes a village to jump on child. sheila yeah. <laughs> and they go come on girls 
Come on, girls, get up on the stirrups. We're going to have a laugh. Did you know, although studies have shown team building exercises have had no increase in performance outcomes or KPIs, they are linked to an 87% perceived increase in performance? At Traumatic Bonds Corporate Adventures, we aim to solidify this false narrative among your employees, conditioning them to survive abhorrent conditions and reducing annual turnover through the power of post-traumatic stress disorder. Our latest team-building adventure will see your employees embark to the deepest jungles to work with South Sudanese rebels to fight and kill child soldiers. Blood will be shed and bonds will be made. The everyday stresses of the office will seem like nothing after Gavin from HR is executed at the shaky hands of a 13-year-old. And while the photocopier breaking may cause a wave of disassociative terror to break out in the office, we guarantee that they'll never even get a look-in from a recruiter. With a 99% reduction in turnover rates, you know you're safe in the bloodied hands of Dramatic Bond's corporate adventures. But I, I, I do I do think there is too much... Uh mystique put around sex and uh oh my my special seed and do you know it, it was a much better time where people were looser and you just fucked and whatever and you didn't take it too seriously and you're like we're all working class well that's the alternative laugh. theory uh to our sort of like uh fucking to our sort of like historical biological uh monogamous theory is that the only reason there is uh, monogamy and that there is this idea is because we had an agricultural revolution and then the idea of private property and suddenly it mattered whose kids were who because you had something to pass on to those kids yeah. where before yeah. it's like, yeah, we we all live in the fishing village and Sheila and Stacy, we're all fucking all of Everyone's fucking. It's a great time. Fill the cup. Yeah, 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 dude. And it's great because like, Sheila's in a bad mood, but Stacey's on a bender and you're loving life. Do you know what I mean? And you, <laughs> yeah. But I, and I think that's how the monkeys do it. Do you know? They sort of fight a little bit. Well, but that's the thing, man. Bonobos do this and we're just as fucking close to bonobos as we are to chimpanzees who are all war and death and fucking. But, and bonobos are like, oh, 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 John seems a bit angry. Quick, everyone fuck him, jack him off, calm him down. There we go. We fixed oh, it. Oh, dude, and that's the thing. That could be the new world. If there was no ownership, you just wander around. Just bang. That's the old world. It was a beautiful old world. It's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> place. We always think we've improved everything. I'm like, now we're trapped in uh, suburban sprawl, fighting with this one bonobo monkey that you're like, oh, no. <laughs> One's not enough for me. I need 40 bonobos. You're in a house with a bonobo monkey who was meant to be, meant to be fucking servicing the entire cul-de-sac. All of you. The whole cul-de-sac, every, every day is supposed to be the ultimate block party everyone's swinging and oh, having a dude. good time we're all down at the park and instead what what's happened you don't even know your neighbors let alone have sex with them what a horrible world this is the world i want to live is your asbestos fence has a glory hole through it and you just scarred <laughs> and you did dick ram through it that is actually quite beautiful your granny neighbor your granny neighbor sucks it off and you go i've just been weeding out in the garden <laughs> They go, oh, do you want to have some fancy pantsy? You want to have handy pandy? I'm like, sorry, I've been weeding in the garden. That's a beautiful, a beautiful sentence because you're kind of saying with asbestos fence, 
I, no regulations and let's yeah. go let's go back a hark back to an older time where an asbestos fence made a lot of sense it's a great material very cheap perfect for construction yeah <laughs> Dude, and how good is it because everyone's got a barbecue but what about every house in australia having a glory hole do you know what i mean to eye the neighbors and you're just like ah the fucking dog keeps getting it gets gets hold of the deck it's a horrible <laughs> do you know what i mean but I like the thought of this Jim Jeffries OnlyFans experience. I don't like the thought of Jim Jeffries um, uh, being the pioneer in this. In this, regard. dude, I think he should do it, and I just think he'd eventually build a set around it. So I'll close on this. Come on, and he goes like, "Gun control, control this gun, you bitch." Do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know you can tie it in? As a comic would, it would be like watching an act, and you go like, "Did you see his?" Um, Meet and greet, grope, meet and grope. What was it? Meet and grind. Meet, uh, we, yeah, meet and beat. Did you see his meet and beat? He was in form, hey. Some of those riffs <laughs> that he did at that suburban house while the husband was had his dick rammed through the glory hole to try appease his sadness with an old uh, pensioner housewife licking it. And Jimmy was in there, meet and greeting. He's, he's really on form. Some of those jokes, that gun control bit that he tied into uh, fellatio was funny, eh? <laughs> I hate to break this bit to you, but I, I honestly don't think that, uh, that any comedian is going to be the pioneer in this space. It's going to be... If I had a bigger dick, I would do it. it well, yeah, well, it's not going to be you, though. It's going to be it's gonna be someone cool. Uh, that, that'll be, I think, the crux of it. It'll be someone sort of desirable. Well, it, has, it has to be a cool... Comic? It's not going to be a comic, man. It could be some, might be someone who has a talent or plays the guitar or like someone from X Factor. That is the hard part, man, <laughs> because there's a weird crossover in comedy now because um, a lot of people are getting careers on looks. So it's starting to merge like... Who's getting... You know I mean? who, who are getting careers on looks? Well, I'm saying a, a, there are a lot more people that are aesthetically pe- pleasing, which you shouldn't be as a comedian. I think you're just attracted to funny people, man. No, but they're infiltrating the game because we're so we're becoming so superficial now that you're like, yeah, it's a bit like singing. Yeah, you're funny. Which one is it? Husey? Is it Hellier? Is it Baron? Which one? No, man. Well, I realized I've reflected back and I've I've realized Australia doesn't really have a comedy scene. It's just got a couple of radio radio stars. Jeffries is he the one? Jeffries is the cute one. Who 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 are these fucking Uh, people? Look, look, I wasn't expecting you to narrow in with detail. It was just uh, trying to see scramble around for a riff. Well, I was hey. trying to I was trying to divert into the fact that there's probably a another subset of people who who, who would do this first before comedians. Do. Eliza Sh- Eliza Schlinger and um, fucking what's that guy that got uh, he was banging girls? Um, Delia is oh all yeah looks. the rapist. Yep. Yeah, but you know there are a lot of uh, I think um, he was a hot rapist. Dane, Dane Dane Cook was an example. Because yeah. he was a hot, hot lad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm just saying that there, more and more I'm seeing it's a bit like singing. Anyone can sing, but you better have a good rap. <laughs> you better be hot. More and more. Yeah, man, you've named like you've named one guy who got cancelled about four years ago. You've named uh, uh, Eliza. Oh, when's that ever stopped Jillian? anyone, dude? Wait, Vaccines. hold on. And then, and then the it. person you named before that was popular in 2003. Well, <laughs> what I'm saying to you. When did detail ever stop anyone? I've read a blog. <laughs> the vaccine's going to kill you. You know what was weird about the vaccine, man? Oh, dude, I had the worst moment as well with the vaccine oh, because okay. it's a bit like it's a bit like you're going into a death camp. 
You're like, I hope they're not showers in here. What the fuck's going on? So you line up, but I had the, the, such a scary moment, you know, when you're, you're moving up the seats and then you get your nurse and you're obviously hoping, oh my God, I hope it looks like it's skilled. And I had, um, <laughs> I had this big Fijian bloke in a fluorescent jacket going, come in, come in. And I was like, oh my God, my worst fence. He was the bouncer. He was the bouncer. But for a brief second, I thought he was my nurse and I was like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, mate, I'm going to, I'm going to wait. But he was <laughs> wait for the next, there's not a fucking barbershop, cunt. You don't get to choose who fucking shoots you up. Dude, dude, you have, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I totally fucked up because to, you turned the corner and then got nurses, but the, the fear of having a bouncer administer the vaccine. <laughs> what do you think he's going to do? Punch it into your arm? He's <laughs> like, come in, mate. How many drinks you had tonight? Sorry, mate. You're going to have to come back later. <laughs> yeah, all right, mate. You're not getting vaccinated in those shoes. Out you go. Sorry, mate. You're not, get, you're not getting in. Go get, get yourself water. Come back in and I'll <laughs> fucking jab you right up the ass. <laughs> now, I, uh, I, went, I, got the, uh, I got the AstraZeneca one. First. Oh, that's the... Do you know what? There's going to be a big divide. That is the Pepsi versus the Coca-Cola. You got the cheap shit, you loser. And you know what eventually happened? The world will divide based on Pfizer and AstraZeneca. And you won't marry an AstraZeneca guy. You'll be like, oh, Josh, but he's AstraZeneca. He's got the droopy eye like they all do and the tail. <laughs> you can mix and match them, though. You know, you can go You can go get, like, a AstraZeneca and then boost it up with the Pfizer later and then get a third one. Maybe wait for the Moderna one to be available here and get one of them. Dude, I want to get the whole box set. I was thinking, why just stop at... Uh Two Pfizer's. I was like googling that. Oh, you, firstly, you don't have to. You can get more. Three. They're recommending three. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But why not get the? Why not get the Pfizer, the AstraZeneca, the Moderna, or the Johnson and Johnson one? You're importing yeah. them from the, the UK. You've got the special Southeast Asia only edition. Dude, and you get that. You get that free Apple drink, and you can just sit there. Do you know what I mean? And just go in for the, the juice. <laughs> but because of the way they, they work, right? Like the, the AstraZeneca one is like uh, is like antibodies and then like the Pfizer one is actually part of the like virus's fucking like yeah. uh, not DNA, but like it's uh, uh, yeah. the, the, its structure like reworked they're, they're, they're completely different things you can get like the, it's, Dude, it is effective it's effective because, to get multiple types of them well this is this is you know how they're, they're anti-vaxxers there'll eventually be a community of people that just can't my strange addiction can't stop getting vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like I love it down there it's a real community we all get a coffee and then we all get the needles and we all talk about how little it's affected us and we're like, it's like oh and then, fuck Carol I think it's affected you quite a bit <laughs> and then they're campaigning like the vaccine can't be stopped we've built a life around this vaccine i go there once a week and get my astrazeneca vaccine i said i've got a real group it's a group of 40 of us we go in on buses we cook hot dogs and then have the vaccine it's our thing. <laughs> we love it well we went into a, a another cool lockdown here in queensland uh, Are you locked down now? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Like, we, actually, I should probably check the news and see if they've made announcements about tomorrow. Um, but I tried to do a joke about that with uh, comedians, and I was like, "Oh, something about oh yeah, sorry, mate. The 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 lockdowns really got to me. You know, seven days in my house, but no one got that the, that I was in Perth. Do you know what I mean? As in, I wanted the dumb joke that I thought we were in a lockdown. Do you right. know these dumb jokes yes. that are going around? Like, the, one of the worst one is the 5G joke. 
yeah. after the vaccine. What's Do you the, know the one? What's the five G one after the vaccine? Oh, well, I wanted to get the vaccine, but I wanted to get. I wanted to get five. I got the vaccine. I've got five G now, or I couldn't upgrade with Vodafone, so I just got the vaccine. Now I've got five G. Right. Everyone comes out, and their first thought is tying it into five G, and then they sit and wait. And they all get rewarded with 100 likes. <laughs> Did you get 5G from the vaccine? Oh, you're so funny, mate. And they haven't seen it. It's a bit like that. I've been self-isolating for years. Now, I think I actually have, I have in, uh, in these little notes from a long, long time ago. I want to see if I can find it. Uh, I, yeah, I even have a little note from, from months ago about masks, something about a premise about masks being as harmful as 5G. I don't know, I don't know what, what the fuck it was, but I just remembered how long ago I wrote What, that. I actually said that or you said no, it? No, no, like I'd written it in the notes as like a little premise to, uh, like I can't remember what it was about, but it was from so fucking many months ago and it's, uh, oh. it's, it's, it's now it's useless because, uh. It's not, it's, not, it's not ahead of the game anymore. Dude, I must say, like, we were wearing the mask and now I'm, I miss the mask. Like, I, I want the mask back on. Well, you can, you can wear the mask. Because you didn't have to talk to people. Yeah, you can wear them still. And I think the added benefit is if not everyone is wearing masks, people will avoid you. Oh, mate, that's... I think there will be people so scared that they'll wear masks for the rest of their life now. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. these sort of hypochondriacs and these, these scared people... Yeah. We'll wear a mask forever. We've shown them what life could be like with the mask. Um, anyway, we were, we went we went into lockdown, yeah. right? Uh, and yeah. you can't like I'm twenty I'm twenty nine. I I fit no category to to mm. get a Pfizer vaccine. There's like it's like yeah. you sign up and they're like yeah. I, I I signed up and a week later I got an email and I thought like oh a booking and they're like we are just letting you know that we got your registration for interest in a Pfizer vaccine and we will be in touch and that was. The, that was it. Well, that sucks, and th- that's the rollout problem, right? Yeah. Like that, and but the thing is, there's still a big resistance to getting it. Do you know? I hear a lot of comics. We're not getting it. And I'm like, your life couldn't get any worse, mate. <laughs> and then they're like, I'm like, what? What happens? You die of that? It's a relief for your family and friends <laughs> that you die of a blood clot. And I'm like, how could your life? And then they go, the government's going to track me, and I'm like, what? Going down to Coles to get a, a chalk milk. I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, I've I've lived with you for a few months and you did nothing. You watch, you play Call of Duty and then get chalk milks. Wow, do, hold does, on. It, does the government need that data? That's a that's a weird amalgamation of the both of us coming together, isn't it? Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I love the thought that the the government desperately needs data about Cheryl, the housewife, to see whether she goes to Coles or Woolies to get her avocados. Like, like no one's no one's got any data worth capturing. I'm like, who's processing this shit? And I'm like, I want to get tracked so that someone can hopefully reach out and help me. So that you know that someone cares about you. Well, I want. I just want to know and someone reach out and go like, are you all right? You seem to just lie around a lot and get milks. And I'm like, no, I'm not all right. But no one ever notices, mate. Hey, Wolfie. And you're like, what? what's that? What's that? Hey, no, don't worry, man. It's, uh, there's no one around. It's, I'm in your head. Hey, mate, it's Bill Gates. Just, uh, just wanted to check in. Man, I've been tracking you for a couple no, of years No, Bill now. Gates, I don't want, I don't want Microsoft 10. <laughs> no, Fuck no, off. No, don't worry about, uh, mate, I just want to see if you're all right. You've been going pretty hard on the chalk milks recently. We're all, everyone here at Microsoft is really worried about you. Oh, thank you, Microsoft. 
<laughs> Thank you, Microsoft. Anyway, so uh, so I was like, uh, uh, last week I was like, oh, fu- fuck it, I'll, I'll see, uh, uh, I'll see if I can get one of those AstraZeneca vaccines. And then I, I looked, and they were like, yeah, you 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 want one? Sure, come yeah. in. Like, come on, you can. Yeah, of course you can get one. We got fucking, we got crates of the fucking things yeah, out the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. No cunt under sixty wants this fucking thing. And I was like, yeah, I'll go in. Uh, so I went, I went in and said, uh, it, 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 I was sitting down. And even the nurse came over and was like, "That's when you know the, the associated red, oh, there's some blood clots." There's, like, did they ask very... if you'd done it before? Did they ask? Like, yeah, yeah, have, they did. have you had it before? They and did. you said. 37 times and counting. <laughs> I'm like, I'm back, baby. I've been every fucking clinic in this city. I'm going out strong. <laughs> uh, and she was like, like, these are, like these are statistically negligible, but if you do feel any pain, went through the whole thing. And then she's like, why did you choose to get the AstraZeneca uh, vac- vaccine? Is it just, you just felt like it was like, you know, with uh, everything going on, it was, it was, it was a good time. I was like, oh no, I just, uh, yeah, just really want one of those blood clots. They sound sick. And she was like, oh, oh my she, God. She would not have laughed at that. No, she didn't. She did not get it at all. She was like, oh my God, what do you mean? <laughs> and, I was like, and, you said, and I was like, I'm kidding. I'm, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like, You were saying I'm suicidal and I want the government to kill me for a payout? <laughs> but it was like, also, what a, what a fucking question. Like you've got someone in to get vaccinated. And you're like, oh, yeah, why yeah. do you want, why are you getting vaccinated? Because there's a fucking disease going around? You dumb fuck. like smoking. All my cool mates are doing it. We're like, we're taking the worst one. It's really hitting at the moment. And they go, there's a big. I'm thinking there's a big TikTok video on it. It's so cool. You get that Astra. And then I got it. And then people are like, what? Oh my God. Like, what? You, AstraZeneca vaccine. It's like, yeah. What? Fucking, it's fine. It's, of course, yeah. it's, of course, it's fine. My new thing is, I think the rhetoric is, uh, you're, a, you're just, you're a fucking wimp pussy if you're not willing, like, if you're that, how afraid are you of blood clots? Like, what? Oh, dude. <laughs> And also, like, the thing is, when you research online, they're like, if you get the vaccine, you can still get the disease and pass it on. I'm like, yeah, significantly dropped the chance of you getting infected and significantly dropped the side effects. There are people that still can't smell, that have lung problems. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and they just conveniently leave that out. Their argument ends right up to the point, well, you know, you get the vaccine, you can still get sick and you still transmit it. And that's as far as I researched. So I used to tell people that. I'm Mm. like, you know, what's the point? Then I looked online and it was like a 80% drop in uh, the chances of even getting COVID and then uh, transmission drop. Maybe that doesn't drop, but much milder symptoms. I'm like, who, what's or, it? Or completely asymptomatic, which is fucking brilliant. That's the thing is it's, it's, it, 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 it takes, it, you just take every part of the stupid fucking virus and you minimize it all down to like the single digit percentage. Dude, hundred percent. And the move was, it was like you getting those PlayStations. It was like, as soon as McGowan said you're going to need a passport, I'm like, I need to hook this shit up quick. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, I, there's going to be a flood where people suddenly realise they can't get to Bali, but I'm off to Bali. And they'll be like, there's no Pfizer, but these cunts had 47 doses. And I'm like, see you in Thailand, cunts. I got it done. Especially because Perth is almost definitely going to go into lockdown. Delta hasn't hit yet, and mm. it will. Mm. Every other state's got it. We're all riding high going like, oh, how good, McGowan. I'm like, we're definitely going to have an extended lockdown. Or well, Delta. Yeah, there's going to be a fucking outbreak, of course. And you know it's going to be because you every other state's got it and we sit here yeah, idle 
People smiling, waving out the window. Mark McGowan saved us from the virus. <laughs> you know? Well, man, and that's why you just put, like, put, yeah, put the mask back on. Put the mask back I'm on. I'm going to start wearing safe, the mask. Safe in the mask. Oh, man, it's all very safe, very comfortable in the mask. It's good in the mask. feels very nice in the mask. No one can see what you're thinking. I love this thought of cutting glory holes into all your your fences, every side, and your neighbours. No, dude, fuck that. Cutting glory holes into the mask. Oh, that's that's what you need. A little flap. A little, a little cum flap. flap. Yeah, new, new, new. We're, we'll be selling merch, uh, sure thing, dot money, the, uh, the new COVID-19 cum flap face mask. This is what we do. We'll buy a mask and then cut a hole, a perfect hole in the middle, the size of a dick, yeah. and sell those online. That's right, the cum flap face mask. And you, you are different, small, medium, and large. Depending on how big the dick is, there'll be one. The one where it's just uh, elastic, and it's like that's for the, the the LeBron James fucking dick, and it's just basically. And it look, it looks like a G string. It looks like a G string. It's a lacy G string that just goes around your mouth, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just uh, it's the like, lining, like one of the those, lining uh, of the thing. One of those belly dancer like nose yeah. to air things. And they're like, oh. My mask is just like a G-string. It's the, the sure thing glory hole, the LeBron James edition. <laughs> Come flat face masks at sure thing got money. Yeah, man, I don't know. Hey, like, there's nothing else to talk about. Life's been shit. Life's been cruel. Man, I really want to fucking harp on about this. Like, these, it's the, I saw, I saw, I saw two salient points. One was uh, the same people who are anti uh, anti-vax, uh, like my body, my choice are also often pro-life and like, no, not your body, not your choice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, I think, a very good point. Um, but then, man, like the, the same people who are, they're, they're so, oh, it's all bravery, mate. It's all about bravery. Yeah, yeah. Everything's about bravery. It's all about doing the right, you know, like the, the fucking leader of the country doing the right thing and being brave and pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and then a vaccine, like, I don't want to get it. It might be bad. It might be bad. Just get it, you fucking coward. That's the ultimate prank for them. You can have, like, a van that's, like, the, the COVID control unit and you drive around through the poorer suburbs with nets and you loop in hired actors that you pull in and then pull into the vehicle. Do you know what I mean? Like, so they think that it's m- being forced on them. They hear, I don't oh, want yeah, the vaccine. Yeah. And you've got a guys with guns, <laughs> get in the car, bitch. And do you know what I mean? And they're like, you play into the whole conspiracy thing. And then he's wandering around like a zombie after. I would definitely play it up. I've already played it up to um, people. They're like, how's the vaccine? I'm like, oh. I feel like I'm on mushrooms. I feel out of control. I almost <laughs> fell asleep at the fair. You know, just to play into the guy that's going, I don't think I'm going to get the vaccine. And I go, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It changed me. I'm so different now. And I'm like, I, I feel. the exact same thing, man. Some anti-vaxxer messaging me. and uh, Just tell them. You play them I and go like, That's what I told them. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I just feel, I feel really strange. My vision's all blurry. I can't stop reading the train timetable. It's not. And they go, are you serious? And you go like, look, I'm not even sure I'm going to have the second one, man. I hear a ringing in my sound and it sounds like the Microsoft opening. Ding, 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 ding. Do you know the loading sound? I said, I can't make it out, but it sounds like the loading of uh, Microsoft <laughs> booting up. I can hear it, dude. And I'm, uh, you know, I feel we, I feel that I need to upgrade to Microsoft Ten. I don't know why. Well, the anti-vaxing is uh, proof that you can do 
an enormous amount with very little. I mean, like we said uh, in in a previous pod, yeah, it's it's only twelve Facebooks account, uh, twelve Facebook accounts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can create it all. Yeah, they're responsible for all of the anti-vax, anti-COVID fucking safety uh, rhetoric. The thing I found is this: uh, it's so cathartic to just lean into it and just agree. Like we said in that earlier pod with the taxi driver that's saying. Oh, oh yeah, the fucking yeah. sand, sand, mm, sand. Mm, <laughs> oh, don't, I'll, sand, I'll edit it mm, so it sounds like you said it. Sand. Mm, <laughs> mm, nah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like they, um, it's just so good to lean in and just push more conspiracies. And I'm like, what we should actually do is just turn these people inside. Hundreds of conspiracies. This and there's breeding camps. And you're like, and they go like, what? You escaped a breeding camp? Yeah. It was run by, uh, it was Coles Meyer. I escaped three years ago. Do you know what I mean? Like the time's unreal. This is that. Cars are a fucking this. I, I can't think of any on the cuff because I've had well, man, the, I, the I vaccine. Had a, so I lost all creativity. I had this recently with, uh, with, with someone who was doing the same thing. And I was just pushing it as far as I could go. And this person, this person has other medication that they're on. Um, uh, and they, they had sent me a message, uh, about like there being a conflict of interest or something. And they're like yeah. talking about some guy, like some, what's his name? Oh, Dr. Jeanette Young's husband is Professor Graham Nimmo. He's a director of Queensland pathology and genomic, genomic sequencing. And he used to be on the board for Pfizer. He was on an advisory board for Pfizer. And it's like, yeah, of course it, Pfizer was paying one of the leading scientists in, uh, in microbiology yeah, totally to, to be on their advisory board because they're trying to develop fucking products in this industry. Like, what are you talking about? As, as, and I said to them, I said to them, I was like, that's crazy. I actually heard, I heard that Dave Hughes and Peter Hellier know each other and they have each other's phone numbers and it's a big conspiracy. How could they know each other? That's crazy. It is crazy. It blew These my people mind. in the industry, they all seem to be in the industry what the Dude, fuck's it's, going on it's always this vibe where they go like they've got detail and then it's like ghost stories um <laughs> I, I was 16 it was my sister's mate and and he's uh he's an architect so you know it's true right and he, he's very well regarded and then it was like this ridiculous story and this is my favorite seeing some of the lizard brisbane comics reaching out to go hey or not just brisbane a lot of comics but like um Hey, do I know anyone that's been affected by COVID? Like almost like checking, is the wall hollow? And then people would come back and go, yeah, my, my uncle died of it. We're still grieving. It was horrible. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, and they're oh. like oh, I'm so sorry. And, but they, they were expecting to go, it was like a safety check. Hello, hello, anyone <laughs> yeah, there? And it would be like, and it would come back and go, it, just as I suspected, no one's responded. But instead they had a flood of going like, yeah, my uncle can't smell his uh, part and my wife, his his wife's ass anymore. He's, he's lost he's lost the sense of smell. He can't taste her. He can't taste through the glory hole anymore. <laughs> it's like, do you know what I mean? This well, this person had recently been uh, uh, diagnosed with another medical condition, right? And so I had this whole fucking thing about the vaccine with them, uh, and I was like, oh, oh okay, that's interesting. Um, uh, oh, I said, how's the uh, I said, how's how's the ADHD going? And they're like, oh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they've got me on this medication. I'm like, oh, is it, they gave you that one? Oh, I hope they didn't give you the stuff with the uh, oh. the mind control pills made by Pfizer. And they're like, 
what what are you talking about i was like you're on like you're on the good stuff right like you're not on the disgusting mind control stuff and they're like oh fuck off and i was like oh no no i'm on the non-pfizer pills for my adhd like that's crazy like they didn't give you You a choice i wouldn't take those i don't take those that's a it's they're another big pharmaceutical company dude i love that i love that they won't trust a, a trillion dollar company but they'll trust themselves to try and manage their own finances for the next ten years. Yeah. Or also, they won't trust they won't trust the con- uh, the company for the vaccine. But the pills that they take every day, they're like, no, this is good. These are great. Oh, dude, totally. And, <laughs> and, and, and the, the idea, like we said in the earlier pod, that they've stumbled on the internet into a wormhole that's valid. Like, it's yes, just ridiculous. Dude, and that me. and that that is a brilliant thing because I told them I was like, oh, the the company that makes this uh, this ADHD medication is terrible. And they were like, I'm Googling that company now. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, if you're Googling that company, don't forget that that company acquired Asia, Zori, Plantex, Biohergil, ICI, Secor, oh, IVAX mate, Corporation, Bar Pharmaceuticals. And I was like, don't also, also don't forget that the CEO was a former CEO for AstraZeneca. Make sure you go through all of them. And there's no correlation between any of them because then you're definitely, definitely, definitely going to be autistic after taking these pills. Oh. Fuck off. And what's wrong with being autistic? Some of the greats are autistic. Susan Boyle, one of the great yeah. fucking singers. You autistic. and me are definitely a little We're something. We're on the spectrum and I'm like, <laughs> Hannah Gatsby's autistic. Yep. That's why she was uh, hanging around that, that train station so much. Do you know what I mean? Where she got... <laughs> oh, anyway, try, try to... <laughs> Holy fuck. No, that's, that's a nice little... That's a nice little dark joke there. Hey. Josh, Elon? Josh Thomas, you know how Josh came and we always mocked him early on about his um, his his Prince Harry voice. That's autism. Who who you did this? Who's doing this? I don't. I actually never heard of the Prince Harry thing. Well, you know he's got the deaf boy, the deaf boy voice. Oh whoa, <laughs> oh whoa, and everyone laughs at him a lot. I'm Ross Thomas. I didn't know about this until you said it. I didn't know about. What do you mean? He Thomas. sounds like he sounds like uh, one of the corgis from the Royal Power. I, yeah, I know, but I didn't like put in my like. Lots of people sound. So he's, he's, he's come out as autistic. Yeah, I know. He did that show about it. His second show was. Do you about understand autism. how bad this is? It's effectively what's happened. Comedy. I, I said it's all about pretty people, but it's now laughing at people with mental health conditions. Look at you, fucking flip flop. You're like, man, they should all be fucking their fans. And you're like, man, they're all in the spectrum. Dude, all the famous comedians, you're laughing, and they're like, so I was at the shops, and I felt really weird. And I'm like, yeah, that's because you have autism, and that's really sad. And we shouldn't be because you said that inappropriate thing in the McDonald's. We shouldn't be laughing because we're laughing at a disorder here. And that's despicable. You need treatment. No wonder you felt strange at the party because you're on the spectrum. Do you know what I mean? And I'm laughing. <laughs> the autistic boy feels weird in different situations. <laughs> How is this new hour? Let's laugh at a poor disabled boy that needs treatment. Do you know? And that's what Australian comedy's become. Punching down, laughing at sad people that need in desperate need of mental health treatment. And I'm sick of it. <laughs> this is your cause? And I am sick of it. I want to just have a sound, stable person from National Australia back doing stand-up. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, lockdown's been pretty hard, dude. We've lost. There's a lot of a lot of money lost, dude. Uh, the amount of money you lose is and it's incalculable. Incalcul- 
And you can never get it back because, you know, they're one-off gigs. Like, Dusty, Dusty's lost everything now. I know. That was one of my gigs. He's selling handbags online now. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Sure Thing Podcast is brought to you by Mountain Dew Game Fuel, designed to give you an edge. Hell yeah, I'm living life in the fast lane. I've had to stop showering uh, showering with boners so I can save money on soap. I don't want to waste it all on the extra girth. Dude, have, does it, has it affected you? Because Dita Brummer killed himself over it. Uh, yeah, I also actually killed myself. That's right. From home. No, but you know home and away guy? Because he'd become. No, who? who? He used to be with uh, Mel, Mel, I don't Melissa know who George. This person is either, man. Dita Brummer. And he was like, he was a heartthrob in the 40s back yeah. when I was a child. <laughs> and um so you're, this very, guy, you're very big on like like old old home and away and neighbors actors aren't you no, no no but i was saying like he he basically he was a window wiper someone had got him a new job he was probably going to do the apple genius store because he'd been chipped microchipped <laughs> you know and he was going to do the apple window you know it's all see-through yeah and then the lockdown hit and I think it was uh, the Snap Sydney lockdown and he had no money. He's probably living on cat food. And he, 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 he'd written a post, thank God I helped you back when I was a fucking star. Now my Jimmo's hooked me up with some work next week. Can't wait. And then it was like, oh, fuck. What do you mean another lockdown? Do you know? Beep, 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 dotted off. And then he was found like dead oh in his in apartment. What? I don't understand. Like, man, I was, uh, I was looking through at the... Uh, disaster relief payment thing right because mm. like, it's you get a lockdown and they're like yeah we've just used there's fucking it's it's basically job keeper again so I, yep. I and dude it is not job keeper again they're like yeah what where where is all the money you've ever seen tell us where it all is it's like oh, oh you're a small business owner give us proof show us every document oh you're you're on the board for a company give us everything Absolutely. Dude, mine was everything. mine was like that because I'm my company's Sydney based, mm. and so I could have got the Sydney lockdown, but I looked and uh, it's fifteen grand, just like whatever. But um, well, one one like I don't need it, and then two, the amount to prove it was like, oh, that's just not worth it. Yeah, I'd rather just uh, live rough. Well, we've got a we've got a payment like a business stimulant payment. Uh, f- coming in like mid mid august for the queensland lockdown but i'm talking about the uh like day-to-day like that 750 dollars job keeper thing yeah. i was like oh cool well i guess i just go back to the ato website and click the thing and yeah go, yeah like, it's yeah, not I'm, easy anymore and they're like no where is ev- like give us everything it's like man what the f- what the fuck is wrong with you like what why why it's there is no there is only benefit to you making sure that people don't go f- fucking homeless dude 100 percent. and 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 what better way to treat your mental health than looking through the detailed blow-by-blow account as your business started to fail yeah. as you pull all that work through and you go oh, i was march right near COVID, where i first took the first hit look at that <laughs> revenue chart plummet i remember that was when i started cutting that's what i said <laughs> and, and then you're like oh let me look at every invoice oh $370 earned over the last 18 months. Oh, in man, do you think this would be funny, right? Instead of up- uploading any of the uh, the PDFs of, like, the documents, the, the fucking incorporation documents or whatever, uh, every every single PDF is like, please supply us with your revenue statement. Please supply us with your last invoice. And it, yeah. I just submit 
a photo and it's it's me on on a wobbly stool with a noose tied around my neck <laughs> and I'm crying and it just oh, uh, holy dude, science says, please help <laughs> dude that is what you need but you're right it should just be paid out willy nilly like it was with the job keeper but I'm sure a lot of those people are going to get audited because they were forced no, dude, into no they're not man every fucking major retailer in the country is fucking taking 15 million dollars that they're refusing to pay back dude and why wouldn't that we're, we're, we're a nation of convicts you've got a bread shop you're down in your luck these idiots give you an option to get money to at least get your kids school books I mean the amount of fraud that people must have committed when pushed to the wall, I don't think it should be audited, but it will be. But you know what I mean? They're, they're any, everyone would have thought, fuck. But they're not auditing fuck these it. fucking companies. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's not the, the indi- there's no individual problem. The, the move should have been from the start, firstly. It should have been like, hey, are you a person? Have you, can you show us that you've lost money? Like, we'll yeah. give you JobKeeper. Instead, they're like, hey, Harvey Norman, we know times are tough right now and your floor staff are not going to be able to be on the floor. So we're going to give you $45 million. Please give it to the right people. I hope it goes to Cheryl who works in home furnishings. I want the, what's his name, Jerry Harvey, to have a Maserati with the number plates JobKeeper on it. <laughs> Fuck, that'd <be> <laughs> Fuck, that'd be good. And then, and then the other cars, JobKeeper too, and then he's using all the government pay. What's this other one called? The business allowance plan. And that's his Ferrari. <laughs> Just rubbing salt in the wound. And he goes, what do you call your yacht? We call it JobKeeper. JobKeeper 2.0. It's so good. We've got two boats. Come and come and party. My 60th birthday will be held on the JobKeeper 2.0. All expenses kitted out. Luxury yacht on the Sydney Harbour. We're loving enough, but but it did. What, it, what a move! Again, going like we oh we'll give we're gonna give the power right of fucking deciding people's incomes not to the individuals. That seems stupid. The individuals are again fucking morons, aren't they? We can't trust the individuals. They're can't all slimy them. little fucks. All those people well, who are, are, though. can't pay rent. Of, yeah, of, yeah, of course they're all slimy little fucks. But you know what individuals aren't doing? Withholding JobKeeper payments from fucking employees. Dude, they don't 100% have. Because I had, I had, we had that snap lockdown, and it was McGowan said you can apply to get refunded for the gigs, and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do this because it was like two grand, yeah, uh, for like the the three days, and then I um I applied, and in classic government form. I never heard anything back and I can't be, I don't know where the website is anymore. I filled it all out. I never got a, I never got any confirmation. It's never been assessed. And I was just like, oh, well, I guess it's another bad government experience. But you you know what the thing that's blown my mind with the Olympics is how, like this whole idea of JobKeeper and funding, how are they funding even the Olympics? Japan was ravaged. Were they not ravaged by COVID? And then, they're, they're performing to empty stadiums. Yeah, yeah, empty stadiums. I'm like, just well, because, what you Because they, they get fined. That's the fucking tricky thing the IOC does. They go, yeah, you've got the Olympics, and then it comes around to Olympics time, and Japan's going like, oh, um, uh, hey, should we do the voice? Oh, excuse no, me. No, don't um, do it, don't do it. <laughs> I can do Waka's one now. Uh, hello? Uh, oh, excuse that me? is <laughs> but, the, but Japan's going, excuse me, um, big, uh, bit of a problem. I don't know if you've noticed. Um, we can't actually put anyone in these stadiums that we've built. Uh, and, the, and the IRC goes, oh, that's, that's pretty shit. Um, damn. And Tokyo's like, yeah. 
and the IRC goes, well, uh, you can... I mean, I guess you could pay us if you don't want to run it. <laughs> it's like what? Oh yeah, 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 you could pay us. We'll take we'll take a few. Dude, because how much mil. money was lost? Because we're all celebrating, and then you look back and you're like, you know what? Those different coloured seats are actually look better than most crowds. But <laughs> you were like, how much? How much money are they losing? We're all crying and going. It's just good to band together and send Japan into bankruptcy. <laughs> For the benefit of a few TV. But I think they would have got the, the TV rights. But then the impact of like the lack of any tourist dollar oh, and the lack yeah. of any audience. The only reason you're doing the fucking thing. Imagine this moment like because they've already all the infrastructure setting it up. And then the push, imagine Japan goes into bankruptcy after the Olympics. And you're like, <laughs> what pushed you over? And we're like, we had to do a world celebration Um in the face of this adversity, and, and we lost the last trillion dollars we had left, just broadcasting, doing thumbs up, all's well, all's well. The closing ceremony will be them shutting fucking shit down, <laughs> shutting down the National Bank. Well, actually... They're handing, handing over the keys to China. They go, what are you doing? We're like on a 21st, handing the keys to the city to China. After <laughs> going bankrupt. This ties into something that I wanted to talk about, right? Uh, because Japan is a, is, a, is a brilliant fucking example of this, okay? Uh, Japan's national debt is something outrageous. It's like, uh, it's like the 200% of their yeah. GDP. It's, it's massive. It's higher than... Australia's was getting close to like 30 or something, 20, like 30, 40, some, somewhere in there. Yeah. And it was like, oh, the national debt. Well, wasn't like US 130% or something? The US is, is somewhere close to 100. It's, it's massive, right? But, the, but, the diff, the, and, and, but Japan has done this successfully, right? And they've proven that uh, it doesn't matter. Like a, a significant national debt does not lead necessarily to hyperinflation unless you uh unless you're printing money wrong unless you're doing it terribly and well this it's is, just it, it's if you if you're investing it in the right way it's fine well yeah and this is this is part of uh what's that fucking economic principle called um uh, new money theory i don't know mate i'm you, not gonna get into this i think it's new money theory but what the, the but the, the thing i the thing i wanted to uh, uh, i talk about right is because i think this the it's like it's so poorly named and also a political football that uh, that national debt, which is not at all the same as household debt by any stretch of the imagination. But as you sound like someone trying to weasel out of a loan. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always used like that, and it will always be used like that because it's so fucking difficult to sort of like pivot the narrative, and you can't get up as a like in, in any fucking like political hemisphere and go hey everyone um i'm look this is gonna be hard to stomach but the national there is the national debt is not what you think it is it actually doesn't make any sense and we don't have to pay it back because then your opponent's gonna get up and go look at them they just wanna they just wanna raise the debt and we'll never be able to pay it back it's like man who why why don't we all be serious for a second and how about you tell us who and tell tell everyone who does Australia owe its national debt to? Because it's no one. Because Australia owns its own currency. They own the the bonds that Isn't they're it handing out. The World out. Bank? No, it's not. Australia has complete control over its own currency. It prints its own money. It's not a 
debt. The national debt is not a debt. It is a measurement of how much money is in surplus that they haven't taxed back yet. That is all it is. Everything else is superfluous, and it's this fucking weird rhetoric. Dude, you're, you're, you're scaring me here because you're turning this podcast into a finance part. <laughs> a comedy part. <laughs> you're turning this pod. Back into a comedy finance pod, which is way too niche. We worked that out. No, it, no, it's good. It's good. But that's what's fucking. Uh, it's it's that's what's absolutely nuts. Is this constant, especially with COVID, this constant like fucking concern about the national debt and how we ever. It's you're not paying it back to anyone, even if. There's, you don't even have like a Greek uh, or a Greece situation possible because you own the currency. You cannot default to yourself on your own money. All you do is issue new bonds to cover the bonds that you pay back later if someone wants to fucking sell their bonds. That's all that happens. Everything else is fucking bullshit. It's not a debt and it should never be called a fucking debt. Oh, mate, I I don't know if I... I haven't been following your logic because I was daydreaming, (laughs) but I was like... I don't, I don't, I have, this is too detailed but, for me well, okay, this well, early in well, the morning what, what because is, I don't, I don't technically agree with you, but I, I can't be fucked trying to get involved. What do you, why? I'm curious. Well, I just, I'm just, I, I, I need to, I need to listen to you. I was daydreaming <laughs> trying to think of my own bit and then I think, oh dude, you've, you've turned it. You've, you've, you've researched this beforehand. You sound like an anti-vaxxer. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm like, I don't, want, I don't want to get in this topic. I just want to talk about glory holes through fences. We can talk about national debt another time if you want. Dude, I'm happy to get in it. But I do want to get in it because I think it's really fucking interesting. And it's also, it's also so wrong. It's so fucking wrong. And it's like... Uh, it's like like a hundred years well, ago. It, it has been proved a hundred times. Like the US was te- has technically been bankrupt for a very long time, and it's never caught up with them. You're saying Japan, the same scenario, but then it's it does tie into the bit that we are saying is like this illusion of the money on on the basis that um, we should be in a much worse position. We've had so many lockdowns. Everything came to a crashing halt. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck, even like with airlines, like, I don't know if we've done this on this, but like, who's paying the Boeing lease? Like, w- what's happened? Like, you, ca- I was told from a young age that you could never turn the combine harvester off or you'd all mm. be fucked. We turned it off seamlessly for two years. Yes. And I haven't seen any impact on the stock market, on the underlying p- no. profit. Like, they, there's a little dip. Oh, COVID dip. But I'm like, how the fuck is Qantas still around? Yes. They've got hundreds of leased vehicles. They haven't flown for two years. I'm like, who's paying Boeing? That That is a big sh- part of their fucking cash flow problem. And, you know, and then I'm like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, no one's flown hardly out of Australia for years. <laughs> yeah. And the businesses are still there. Yes. They're like, oh, Virgin. Virgin's still there. When we were actually going well, Virgin went into liquidation and fucked up just for a little cash flow problem. We have now had one of the most profound impacts on the global economy, and yet I don't see any blood on the dance floor. Because this, like, because 50 years ago, someone said the word debt when referring to national debt, and then they can't wriggle out of it because it's like, they've, they're like oh, yeah, we owe, we owe this money. Except you... 
there is no money to owe to anyone because you fucking created it. And so you so so and that's and that's how you can go. Oh yeah, we're gonna give uh, we're gonna give Virgin Airlines a seven hundred and ninety million dollar fucking bailout because yeah. it doesn't matter because that money doesn't but fucking why, exist. Why 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 do they why why and why do they bail them out? At the end of the day, all they are is a sticker on the front of a Boeing flight. Yes. I'm like, why do we have any loyalty to those guns? I could set up an airline. Just do you know what I mean? Give me the bailout, and I'll set up Wolf Airlines. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, who gives a fuck? I don't have any loyalty to a brand because it's manufactured. And I'm like, the government bought into PR. They bought into the idea that, oh, I still call Australia home. No, like, they, it's an Irish CSO, CEO. They, they don't call anything home. They manipulate their taxes. I'm like, who gives a fuck who's profiteering from airlines? Like, just fucking put them in the toilet and go, bad luck, COVID lockdown, Wolf's in charge now. We gave him a $780 million bailout to set up his own airline and I'll take all their planes. Well, that's why. That's why they fucking give it because it doesn't matter to give the bailout. It, 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 it makes no difference because that's not, uh, that's not money that has to be paid back and it's not going to have any sort of negative impact on the economy. It's, uh, you, you're, you're giving out you're giving out pretend money and later you tax that pretend money back when things are going well that's all it is and then all you have to do is avoid fucking hyperinflation by not being a ridiculous idiot but they've also you know it's like when they bailed out the banks they've got to avoid that panic because you know what I mean like there's no panic when the, Dude, no, the local no fuck the panic it's because it's because your mate Jeff who is the CEO of Qantas calls you and goes like yeah it's a bit tough and it's like oh well we'll see if we can get a stimulus package through for you Jeff <laughs> and that's yeah, and it and then you ring you ring from your local uh, pet store or baker and they go mate you're gonna have to give us documents show us your fucking birth photo we need this detail we need yes your revenue streams we need this and then you go under and they're like, who cares? His store sucked. I hated that bread. Yes. Dude, I've got to go for a piss quickly. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Are you sure I don't have to do a form to get uh, approval? Um, I will get in touch with uh, Grant Stevens, the chief financial officer, and we'll talk to him about it. And Dude, then... imagine if I started, like I've stopped using the, um, my bathroom and I just piss out in the car park as a power play. Yeah, it sounds a lot like you're saying like, Haha, where that, hey, what do you think about this uh, thing before I tell you that I actually do it? <laughs> I just love the thought of like, you know how someone goes out front for a cigarette or a coffee is they look out and I'm just pissing into the car park and standing. <laughs> hey, beautiful day today, isn't it? Man selling carpets at whatever you do next door. <laughs> okay, go for a piss. Go on. Okay, I'm coming back. Terrence and I couldn't have kids and I just knew he was about to leave after our last conceptive failure. <laughs> That's right. I was on the edge of breaking out of this hellish existence until Boom or Bust IVF provided Stacy and I the solution to her arid rotting womb. Boom or Bust IVF is back with the latest in our patented Frankensteinian IVF technology. Miscarriages, stillbirths. We can take the smallest bit of an embryo and sew together a child with a 60% certainty of seeing puberty. Yeah, little Brayden's just six months old and he's already showing the signs of experiencing existential horror now that the screaming through the night has stopped. With Boom or Bust IVF, 
even the most desolate uterus will be able to defy God. Check out BoomOrBustIVF.com and make your appointment today. Did you see, um, wait a sec, did you see Afterpay? Holy shit, eh? Oh man, Square bought them for fucking how many billion? I can't believe it, man, because I during the COVID crash, I had money in there and with my leverage, I worked out I would have made a few mil. Fuck. And, and I dismissed it for meso blast I, I, and i could have gone half half and the problem was i i thought that with anti-money laundering that they wouldn't be able to just give short-term credit like that and also uh end of last resort credit you know to the poorest of the poor I th it's actually a, it's one of the worst businesses because it's effectively tricking people into take credit on very low purchase items it's, it's a horrible well the other thing that doesn't make sense is that you've got like the big four banks who are all coming up with their own uh like they're all doing product development in the exact same area now that uh that zip money and afterpay have proven it's it's viable but and you know what's you know you know what's frustrating was they were they were there was a period where they, it was illegal and that's when it, it started falling and then for some reason they said you know what fuck passports uh, let's just give credit to the poorest of the poor so they can buy like a chalk milk at no, the they, server. They, and then man, they still make you get like, uh, I think they have, they, they do very, very small uh, lines of credit uh, without identity verification. But then, but then after that, they, re they require identity verification. But it's illegal. What? That, that, that was against the, the legislation. Like what they set up was initially illegal, a bit like Uber. Uber was illegal to start in Australia and then yeah. they just thought, oh, everyone likes it. Fuck it. Let uh, them get it's disruptive enough. Let them get uh, chalk milks on credit. Who gives a fuck? She can go into liquidation. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because it's actually, it's so hard to conceptualize how it's that much. Look, it is a little bit better, but better than just a Visa card. Do you know that has a little bit of formality to set it up? And then I know that you don't get interest, but you know, you pay your Visa on time, you don't. And I'm like, you know what they did, which was so good at the marketing? is they effectively took what every business does and put it into the vehicle. Do you know that there's four easy payments and psychologically yeah. people are like, four easy payments, what, $25? Then they never see the 100 so they suddenly end up in hock because they're like, it's only $25 four times. <laughs> and that's what every business does. Do you know what you know what I mean? When you come and buy a TV and they're like, it's $99, it's $999, it's you know, $1 less. They're like, it's not even a thousand. It's so cheap. And they it's only four payments. I've always bought like large ticket items um, through like a like a like a gem visa, like a 60 month interest free thing. Because when you when you work it out, the uh, amount that you pay to actually maintain the the credit line is fucking tiny. It's it's really who gives a shit. And then also it, you you could, you go okay cool. I can work this into my cash flow rather than uh, working like, like than yeah. just out, like out outlaying for the item right now. That's perfect. Yeah yeah totally. I need to furnish my house. I want a TV. I want a decent couch. I don't want to spend like I want to hundred and fifty dollars on some piece of shit from the side of the road and get some small television. I can afford to put in a hundred bucks a month for, for for 25 months. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. And then you know what? It helps, it helps you with paperwork because you're like, even Uber, I like it because it's all logged, all yes. your transactions. Yes. So in many ways you do it because you're like, 
Oh, when tax time comes, I can just download my afterpay payment thing. And so, you know what much, I mean? so much more simple, man. Dude, but you know what? I was thinking about Uber and like they've got that stranglehold, but I'm like, do you know how the internet was given away? Like the guy invented it, said the world needs this and he didn't make any money out of it and he gave it away free. I'm like, all Uber is is a very basic program, you know, a matching matching program on on your phone. Yes. To match you up with the service. I'm like, why hasn't someone just set up free, free ride and just fucked Uber and said, you know what? I, I don't need to make profit out of this. I'll just write the program and you download it on your phone and people can just uh, install. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm saying, I know there's a lot of backend administration and licensing, but largely the driver does it all. So I'm like, why hasn't that just been totally disrupted where it's effectively one driver goes, you know what? I'm, I've got a programmer, mate. We set it up. And it's uh, there's no we get the whole amount of money, do you know? There's a there's a small ten dollar transaction fee once a month to to be on the platform, and it's all free. Do you know why is Uber making twenty percent? I think you answered your own question. Though it's the same reason that like uh, that that all those retail stores go like oh Gem Visa or Afterpay or ZipPay instead of going directly to the customer and going like yeah yeah you just come in and give us a payment once every once every month. Well. We'll sort it out for you because that's that's unmanageable for them. You know what I mean? Now, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you're a rider and something goes wrong, something's lost, something's stolen, you're a driver, someone complains, someone does something, it's like who who's at fault? It's like it becomes impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that laziness. It's the same reason that you get Afterpay or Uber because you're like, oh, at least my receipts are done. I'll Your receipts done. That. You feel safer. Like if. Uh, if if the other party tries to fuck you around, there's recourse. There's another. There's a third party who's who's in the middle going like, "Well, dude, hold it's on. like it's like it's like mortgage brokers that effectively just fill out a loan application for you, and then you know the banks give them a clip because they're like, I can't be fucked dealing with the request and going, oh, she's uploaded a photo of her vagina. We need your bank statement <laughs> and this little idiot." This uh, Jewish businessman in a Maserati can email back and go, hey, I said bank statement, not vagina. Can you send me your fucking bank statement, you dumb yeah. asshole? Yeah. And do you know what I mean? And then they like, I'm happy to just fucking give them 5% of everything made. Yeah. Just so I don't have to touch. Because you know what? They don't want... They don't want contact point with the, the general public because no, they suck. It's disgusting. And the customer's happy because there's the mortgage broker comes back and sits down with them and goes, hey, look, these are all your options. This one's, uh, one's going to be like 2.5% uh, like fixed term for this many years, but you might want to consider this one. And they go like, oh, why that one? They go like, oh, this reason, this reason, flexible, but like the way things look. And it's actually, the actual truth is it's because they're getting a kickback from Bankwest. And if you review their data, everyone went to Bankwest because <laughs> of the volume, <laughs> the volume nature of the transactions. And that's what I find but funny. Yeah, bro- but it's also even better because then Bankwest has gone to that mortgage broker and been like, fuck, man, we'll do you 2.25. And it's like, oh, yeah, great, yeah, I get people better- on board with that. And so, so everyone's getting a better deal. <laughs> They don't, you know, they don't do that in broking anymore, like, or financial planners, mm. like insurance stuff. There's not allowed to be a kickback. So now they, they just assume that a financial planner is going to investigate your insurance needs without getting a trailing commission. Mm. I'm like, all they're going to do is Google and go, SGO, that'll do. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> do you know what I mean? The, the idea, and there's no incentivization to build those relationships anymore. But yeah. it's so funny because they're coming down on the financial planning area, but mortgage brokers remain untouched with their trailing commissions. And it's very hard to justify what they do because you basically give your revenue and expense data and balance sheet 
and that's it, right? Uh, I mean, this should be automated. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, I don't understand what their value add is because you, uh, they're because they're shopping around for you. They're the yeah, one. Yeah, but they don't shop around because they're incentivized on bonus package. I, I think if you reviewed most mortgage brokers, their throughput would go to one company almost always. And then you can't justify it, right? Because you're charging a fee to tailor the service and go, okay, Cheryl needs Bank West, Jimmy needs Commonwealth Bank. But I can guarantee you if most brokers, they hit whatever's giving them the best reward at that point. So you cannot justify why a retiree and a 20-year-old have loans with the same bank. Do you know? You're doing, you're doing a cookie-cutter approach and, and that belies the myth that you're adding any value. Well, I guess the move would be to go to three mortgage brokers and see who's finagled the best deal for you. Well, this, but what I'm saying is I would love mortgage brokers to get audited and go, how do you justify that all your clients are with Bankwest um, when you're actually tailoring the service? It should, if you're actually adding value, you should have different outcomes for different clients. And I don't reckon they do. Yeah, maybe. This is my, this is my big assertion. I reckon you could blow the fucking industry apart if you basically just did the data and said, how can you justify every outcome being the same? And then you take 5%, you fucking little serpent. <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know enough about, I don't know enough mortgage brokers to know whether or not like where, where it does or doesn't make sense. I, they're definitely doing it. They're definitely doing it. It's a straight rot. I had a mate, man. This guy set it up for, who was it? Westpac or some shit. He made 28 mil out of it. What do you mean? What did he set up? And he basically just uh, automated it online. He sold it for a shit ton. Well, and what, is the, what does it do? Well, it, ju- it effectively just does what we've been talking about, with is um, instead of having a mortgage broker, you just fill out this shitty form online. Yeah. And then it just matches you automatically to the, the bank. But it, he's tied in with Westpac, so it only really does it with Westpac. You know home loans. I used to hang out with him. I, we should probably delete his name because I want to tell another story about him after. Okay. But well, no, nah, leave it in there. I won't, I won't tell the other story. No, tell the other story about it. We can get rid of the other fucking... Oh, I think it, there's a me too around him, so I won't even say. <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. But dude, no, I'm saying like, so this guy, all he did was effectively what... Afterpay did what Uber did, which was basically he went online, got a programmer mate to sort of you upload your, your vagina shot, and then we we'll tell you which bank you're going with, Cheryl. And uh, he made a <laughs> shit ton of money, and it's it's crazy that how much money these fuckheads make, hey? Yeah, well, I mean, it makes like it does make sense though. It's uh, it's it's the it's the Uber, it's the fucking it's just good disruption. It makes perfect sense, of course. Mate, and, and you heard, have you heard of Spriggy? Do you know Ray Badrin's brother is a, a genius? Have you, have you yeah, heard I, I, I have, I do know that, um, uh, but I don't know, I don't know Spriggy. Uh, he set up Spriggy and it's basically the Dolomites, online Dolomites. So really? effectively an application for kids to save. Fuck and yeah. he's fucking made Creaming mint. It. God big damn. bank. He sold it to one of the big banks, I think. They wanted to list it, but I'm like, Badrin's brother is, I've, he's a, such a nice guy as well. He's Damn. a fucking king, but a super genius. I, I, I don't know how much, it, maybe it's worth, it's got to be worth 
30, 40, 50 mil now. Damn. So I'm like, if you ever want to, um, poor Badrin, hey, like, even though he's doing well in London, <laughs> just overshadowed. Like, oh, I should have done fucking Spriggy. <laughs> and he'd be like, I'm on, I'm on Apollo. And it's no Spriggy, though, is it? You fucking turd. <laughs> but Badrin, I remember him telling me he did something in finance or something. Uh, oh, dude, I've spoken to him. He's, he's, so, he's like Badrin. He's fun as well. He's actually a legend. Hey, this guy. But I'm saying he set up well, the same... Well, you shouldn't have said is, those awful things about him. No, I was talking about... No, you said, no, you said he was a bad guy. He put all those people out of a job. He said he... He uh, didn't put shit out of a job. He, he fucked he, that dog. <laughs> He 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 was he yeah, single-handedly was, destroyed the Dolomites program, stole all the money. Do you know how you get on with someone, but then you never hang out again? Look, we we hung out a few early days in the comedy store, drank a lot. It was great times, but then I haven't seen him since. And it was actually weird, you know, when you lose touch of people because I had um. Yeah, I know. Now that you got a rich mate, you're trying to reconnect. I get it. No, I had I had I had a <laughs> uh, a comedian a comedian came over here. Mm. And then his cousin was there and I was like, oh, we know you. And then she was like, oh, yeah, you know, all this London crew. And we realised we'd sort of hung out. Yeah. And then I acted real cocky. Yeah, mates with them, them. Then I checked Facebook and most of them had deleted me in the last 15 <laughs> years because I hadn't seen them since. So I looked like such a liar. And they're like, they were like, I thought you said you were all friends with them. Like they're photos of her actively at a barbecue. And yeah. I'm like... Oh, yeah, Chuck, I know Chuck, I know them. And then when I got home, I was like, I wonder what's happened with Chuck. Deleted. I've been deleted by all of them. <laughs> I look like I'm just lying. And I was some sort of like I was in high school and they were the popular group and I just pretended, oh, yeah, I was friends with Chuck. But, man, that's it. It's like you, for you, you're like, I'm in London. These are my friends. For them, they're like this fucking lunatic came through and then he disappeared. I don't remember his name. Who was he? And you're like, yeah. It's Chuck, it's my boys, oh, it's Big Dog and T-Bone. And they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, man, this, yeah, remember that guy we, we knew for a month? <laughs> he was a lunatic. Dude, I would love to be able to do a lineup of everyone you met in your life and they could remind you who they were. Do you know what I mean? Like you had a moment, like almost like an app, like something like Facebook. Mm. Hang on, that that is, I'm just talking about Facebook. That is basically Facebook. Because uh, uh, I would like to do something similar. I would like a lineup of everyone I've ever met. And then I would like to run them over in a big truck. And I, Dude, uh, that's what you want. I want, <laughs> but I want like, you know, that weird housemate. And this person, like the people, yeah. that when you went to holiday in the Greek islands yeah. and there were a couple there that you think wanted a threesome, but you weren't sure. And then, um, <laughs> do you know, to see what became of them and... For them to be updated and go, do you remember when I jumped between the two roofs? And they're like, oh, uh, nah. Do you know what I mean? It was all, that never happened. And you're like, oh, dude, I always used you as the couple that would verify that I jumped between two roofs in London in the London high-rise. And they're like, no, you didn't do that. You spoke about it. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, I've told everyone that you guys are my... F dude, by the way, I've only got I've only got 30 minutes left of time. We should, Let's wind these up so they're not... Too long to edit. We're uh, we're we're gonna wind it up in a second. Um, but yeah, it's I think yeah you'd have sort of the dichotomy of like, uh, your your real memories and your fake memories, uh, yeah, being being exposed. But then also, man, like the 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 credence with with which people hold experiences uh in their life uh and from their perspective is wildly wildly different. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends. It's sort of like. Say Jim Jeffries meets you as a fan. He trips, 
you trip over, that means I nothing get it. to you. You love Jim Jeffries. No, but what I'm <laughs> saying to you is how much stock, and that's what's so yes. interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you, you'll run into someone and you go, Chuck, remember me? And you'll be like, sorry, mate, never met you. But then you run into Glendo, who had one of the most awful lives ever, and she goes, you had such a profound impact. I still remember that time we got cheese down in Sweden. <laughs> and I'm like, just the varying scales of how boring your life is determines how much someone impacted you. But it's also like, uh, like, like, oh, I, I, went to, I lived in Toronto for a year, and then I, I've got a year of Toronto. And all the things that happened in that year in Toronto, that's all in that one year. So all of it makes sense. But to them... That was just another fucking year. You showed up. You weren't there. They didn't go yeah. anywhere. They didn't do anything. You went around their house a couple of times. Fucking hundreds of people went around their house a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. go to a place. It's not a big fucking event Yeah, for them. it's nothing to you. You were just the, the strange New Zealand Kiwi guy that came and left and they thought you stole something from the kitchen. And you did steal something from the kitchen. Dude, I actually have that a lot with stand-up because after gigs, people will come up and then... Because there are other people around, they'll be like, remember me? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're the, the googly-eyed girl that worked in the, <laughs> in the dress shop that I wanted to ban. But, or whatever. But you know what I mean? And yeah. then, then, but that's all the time you give them. And because you're sweating and you, it's more important, your stand-up means more to you, then you're like, anyway, text me. We'll hang out or whatever. And then that's it. <laughs> but because of, because of the way you meet them, Rather than being more enthusiastic, then they just assume, oh, he's turned into a cunt. But you're actually like other people. Like after my show this year, like people had come and nostalgically, remember me? I'm like, yeah, I do remember you. Anyway, I just need to get a beer. I'll be right back. And then you never come back. Yeah, you're like, like look, honestly, I am about to have a fucking panic attack and I have to be on that stage in six minutes. And the only yeah. thing that's going to calm me down is alcohol. You are of no consequence to me. And I, I don't care that I hit you with that stick in year four and then we slash that uh, Mr. Brown's tires. That's what I'm saying to you, dude. Because like tonight I'm doing a gig and people are coming and they're like, we're coming to see you. I'm like, well, don't expect me to engage with you in any meaningful way. Because I'm going to be in the green room, I'll do the set, then I'll get drunk and I'll probably just go to one of the, the laugh, you know, comics lounge to get drunk with other comics. And yes. they'll just think, what an arsehole. We came all the way. We thought we'd hang out. I'm like, but I'm obsessed about my own life now. And I suppose that's how you lose track. <laughs> hey, do you know what I mean? All right, let's I don't uh, give a shit about you. Let's look at picks of the week. Uh, okay, well, I reckon... I've got to say, I think Afterpay looks like a good buy. Yeah, Afterpay, honestly, that one, you, uh, I believe in August last year, were saying short Afterpay. Big, it's a big short move. It's a great short move. Zip pay, Afterpay, it's all going to come crashing down. Oh, dude, I was actually researching trying to short it. Yeah. And yeah, I know. Look, what a great, uh, what a great. Um, making money at the cost of the poorest people in Australia, offering offering credit to the lowest of the low. Oh, do you know what you know what Afterpay is? The equivalent to the local mobster lending money to the families. Do you know you're that bald head guy, and you go like, "Yeah, I'll lend you money at fucking six points," and then suddenly you're bashing the fucking head in of uh, of that that your this husband because he's bought meat. And bread with a loan from a local Tony Soprano. Yes, that's after Afterpay is a glorified Tony Soprano dude <laughs> doing short-term loans. It's a fucking trash business, and I don't give a fuck. If we had any ethical integrity, it wouldn't exist. Short-term credit is despicable. 
<laughs> and those guys can fucking be on their yachts, but push comes to shove, they're just a glorified Tony Soprano Man. giving loans to people that shouldn't have money. I don't know. I don't, it's the same. It's the same as fucking Visa. It's the same as every bank. It's the same as it doesn't fucking the whole the entire system is completely predatory. Dude, New- you shouldn't be borrowing money. You shouldn't be borrowing money for household purchases. You shouldn't borrow money to get food. No, not for food. No, that you yeah that that it's you're a right. debt trap. You shouldn't be buying low cost items on credit because it is fucking like taking the apple from the snake in Adam it because it it, it just consolidates and makes your problem worse yeah. in the future and, yeah. and it's a no brainer right for you to borrow for consumable items on a loan is only going to impact you further down the line and make things even worse it's like do you know like giving free credit to a junkie to get meth it's yes. fucking they need to curb their behavior and turn the boat around and change what they're doing. You should not be borrowing to buy bread. Yeah, I no. believe. I, you, you, you're, you're right. I've never, like, I guess I've never considered it uh, in, like, in that way, like at that, at that sort of level of, uh, of, of poverty or, or, or necessity instead of, instead of want. Like, I've only ever used a, a service like that. For uh, like for, 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 for cash flow management, man. C- convenience or cash flow management or whatever for for a, for high for higher value items. People because it's not regulated. People on Centrelink are using it, and like they could just wait three more days and get their peppermint uh, chalk milk or their spearmint milk. Two days oh, later, it's good, and, that, and, it's good that you covered the two types of fucking mint milk. <laughs> they, they, they get their spearmint milk and go. You know what? No spearmint milk today. I'll pay $3. But for the poor cunt to end up paying the equivalent to $9 for a spearmint drink because they couldn't wait an extra day for their Centrelink <laughs> check to go through. <laughs> and you telling me that those fuckheads that made $36 billion are good people, I fucking, I highly doubt it. To be honest, I dispute that at the core of the ethical <laughs> coding of a human being. So take your profit, you fucking, you Tony Sopranos, but uh, not a great thing to be doing, to be honest. Although at least, at least these people, uh, at least these, com- these companies are also taking uh, their eight percent clip from Harvey Norman and from JB Hi-Fi and from these other uh, these other retailers and online stores. It's not just coming out of the pocket of those poor cunts, dude. It preys on convenience, but mainly on weakness. And the problem is, like thirty percent of that business is despicable. And there's no one can, no one, I challenge anyone to, to argue that point that it's not despicable. To be the guy that lends money to the local family, the local gangster, so they can get sausages to keep their Irish kids alive and then beat the fuck out of him three weeks later when the cunt didn't pay his debt, which he couldn't. Well, I think afterpay is less of a, uh, less of a concern in that respect to, uh, than like those, the, the, the payday, loan version of that which they oh. have just uh, like I, i've been seeing ads for and seeing pop up around uh it's like uh yeah it's like oh pay, payday too far away we'll, we'll advance it like cash now app get cash now app that's that is the one where it's fucking like it, it is it's only for that it's only for spearmint milk it, it tied into our glorious idea which was the the centrelink pokey machine Yes. Where you get the money and you get to gamble and then you you only win 
basically vouchers for actual shit. Well, yeah. You know who should have purchased uh, that? What was it? Twenty nine billion. You know what would have been a great use of public money is to for the Australian government to purchase Afterpay and run Afterpay. Fucking yeah. what a genius move. Dude, Holy and, 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 shit. Unbelievable. Because I still like that idea of Centrelink. You go there, you've got to collect the check, and then it's in a machine, and you try to get the River Nile, and then it spits out, and you go like $400 at Kmart only for school uniforms and shoes. And you're like, yeah, baby, I put 100 in. I got 400. The kids are going to get to fucking get some Flash Rebel Sports tracksuits now. That's We've right, Daryl. You've done a great job, Daryl. You're so good at gambling, Daryl. Good one. All right, see you later, Daryl. Next week, we'll see you later. Uh, yeah, you, you enjoy your phone credit, your food vouchers, and your Kmart credit. You have a good one, Daryl. You're a good bloke. How good is that as well? You have a poker machine that's... You, you, the way you pay it is like there's work in between it. So you you do one game and then to get another game, you've got to answer a call for Nissan. And go, <laughs> We're not sure why your car's broken down, sir. And you're like, dude, you're actually employed now. You're drinking points. You're a, you're a gambling addict. But every every fifth game, you have to answer a call for Nissan. Do you know what I mean? To keep the money going in. And then oh, it pumps out victories. I spent all of my fucking smoke and booze money on rent credit this week. This is such a pain. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know what shares to talk about. Uh, well, we, uh, uh, I mean, Mesoblast has done nothing interesting. WGO's on been on the rise, which is incredibly frustrating. Well, it's actually, it's actually, um, it's probably a takeover target, and it's only been eighteen months in the making. But um, very hard to understand how uh, sixty to eighty cent gas supply has never been valued fairly by the market. But, you know, these things happen. <laughs> the other one we were looking at was, uh, was Hazer, which is up to... Oh, yeah, mate. Ball. That's that's sort of just... That's a great trade, but it's just a wait and see. It, as in, it will roll out in the next six months. Okay. It's uh, it's good. I um, Do you know, you know the one that we got, which was uh, another... ABB has done well. Do you know, I, I mentioned that, Australian yeah, Broadband. Oh, yeah, I'll do it. ABB was one of your best picks that you've not put any money in. It's so good, dude. We're, we, we, when we were talking about it, uh, we it was at launch, I think, and it came in at 2 bucks, and it's at $3.17. That is the safest fucking bet. I had some people at a seventy because it dipped after listing, but I, I, I didn't have, uh, yeah, I had bits in there. But it was a good trade, hey, and it's, it's a long-term hold. It's great, but, um, ABB is a fucking killer. It just depends when you get on the, the, on the cycle because, do you know what I mean? Then, then you've, you sort of get sidetracked way late in another stock, then it's 260, 270, and you're like, oh, I'll probably fucking, you know, I won't re-enter for myself. What about a, uh, a rebrand for, uh, for the sperm clinic, right? And it's finance-themed and it's called Boom and Bust. <laughs> Boom and bust. Dude, I, I love the thought of, you know how they, the celebrities do cameos? I just love the thought of having boom and bust and you can buy ejaculate from famous people. Uh, well, you think it's from famous people. It's actually from Wolfie. It's all from me and you can tell. <laughs> also, we sell ice creams that taste suspiciously like Justin Bieber's come out the pack. Hey, dude. <laughs> And you can tell it's my sperm because it runs in circles under a microscope. It goes round and round, like chasing its tail. 
<laughs> like, oh, it's definitely Will's sperm because it chases his tail like a dog, like a frustrated dog. It's crazy. If you look close enough, it looks exactly like an Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but what else is going on? Uh, we've got to apologise for the big waylay between the pods. We we had a falling out. We don't have to apologize. We don't have to apologize. To we had people. a falling out. A falling the numbers have tanked. We didn't you have tanked a falling the numbers. Out. No. And you know what? I patiently waited for you, and fuck, I was furious. Oh, we had you're five furious. in the can. How we had five did. in the can. I flew you all the way over the other side of the country, and how did you repay me? You drank through every day and every recording, so that every fucking bit of audio I had was almost completely unusable, without hours and hours of painful fucking editing work. Well, I told you, I warned you in the pod that we should never meet, and it was true, we should never <laughs> meet again. And it did, it did, when we left. And, and dude, do you know, because you know what happened? Do you know what the final night, and mm. I was left in Brisbane? Yeah. And Ree was going to, like, I was going to stay at hers. Yes, yes. And then the gig went horribly. I tied my shoelace on stage while bombing. I didn't know what happened. And then, did you see that? No, you're, I thought your gig went all right. But yeah, go it went on. all right. But then what happened is they were so clicky there, and they all sort of went off in a pub. And I eventually just had my wheelie case once you gave it. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to go to the airport. <laughs> so I basically went to the airport and slapped, slept on a fucking bench from. From 11 o'clock that night no, to my flight. No, you didn't do it from 11 o'clock that night, you fucking liar. We didn't even finish doing that shitty live pod until about 11.30. They kicked us out. It would have been 2 in the morning. You Dude, would have been out of your fucking mind. I, I basically lay on, you know when you lie on a bench, I strapped everything to me so it wasn't stolen at an abandoned airport until my <laughs> 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock flight. I slept with my face lying on plastic thing just dribbling down and I was like I will never come here again motherfucker this is the lowest I'm homeless I had to go and get a fucking candy bar from the you know the the vending machine they just lay there frightened that I was going to get attacked yeah well why didn't you go to fucking Ree's house we had accommodation sorted for you well it's sort of it was weird because she didn't initially text the address and then when she did I had already committed in my head to go like fuck it I'd probably sleep in. I've missed every flight in my life. I'll just go <laughs> and lie in now. Because this is why I like uh, uh, red red eyes, because you can't miss the flight. That's true. I hate morning flights yep. because I miss all of them. And and even if you do get it, you have such a fucking shit sleep because the whole night you keep waking up. What time is it? Yeah. And you're like, fucking two o'clock, three yeah. o'clock, three thirty, four thirty, And then finally five o'clock, fuck, you're exhausted. Then you pass out. You sleep through the fucking flight <laughs> at seven because you didn't sleep properly. Yeah, you're very neurotic. That does make a lot of sense for you. So, yeah, I, I've, I finished that trip in style. You did. You did. A, it was beautiful. It was a great job. I didn't. No, no, dude. You know why? Because I, I people had come to that and Rory Lowe got me drunk. Yes. At the and then and then I was like, people had come to see it, and the feedback there was none. So I was like, oh fuck, this set must have been goddamn awful. Do you know what I mean? Because afterwards, even the open micers were avoiding me like the plague. <laughs> I saw them. I saw them all cross the street to go get kebabs and have beers, and no one said, oh, do you want to come, mate? And people stopped saying, hey, mate, oh, are you, are you Andrew, or do we know you? And then I, I walked past with my bag on the other side of the street and saw them all gigging, giggling and laughing at their 5G joke. <laughs> Chinking beers. And I thought, fuck you, cunts. 
fuck off. I don't need this scene. I'm going to the airport. You fucking rats. I'm out. Yeah, well, you deserved every everything. You deserved all of it. You're a fucking menace all week, you alcoholic piece of shit. You couldn't stay sober. Dude, you actually don't. I'm not going to be besmirched like this. I was not drunk during the day. You I fucking were. Night. I have every podcast. I just released a podcast where you're drunk during the day. Dude, that was done at five o'clock. I didn't it was do not anything. done at five o'clock. It was done over three and a half hours from about midday. We, we didn't do any. We never did anything in the morning because you're operating your fledgling business with people typing data into random government allowance forms. Midday. From midday, you were drunk every day. You know what I realised now what your business was? It's a racket. You've got all these open <laughs> micers filling out government support loan forms <laughs> for COVID. I'm like, why are they there? They're just typing in, going like, I've lost my money. I'm a bag. I'm a bakery. I'm a brick maker. I'm a candlestick maker. We need $300. I'm like, what do they do all day? They wake at eight and basically just book. Like, what do you need to book, dude? You just, you're at the sail and anchor. You rock up. And just praise someone's there? That's right, Wolfie. You do just rock up and pray someone's there. In fact, you don't even get there yourself. You're just drunk. So you fall into someone's car. They take you to a gig. You're on stage. Ah! Ah! After you've freaked out for 45 minutes, yabbering away to me, going like, I can't do it. Oh, no, they're going to hate me. They're going to hate me. There's bugs in my skin. Do you know what's so skin. scary? It's, you see some of the top comics, and then you're like, I saw one of them washing their... Their, their kids' clothes in the river. Like, people are... No one's doing well out there. They're, they're getting buses. You drive past in your little convertible and you see someone crying at a bus stop. And, and you're like, oh, he's not even catching a bus. He sleeps there. Wow. Hold, the hey, I, I would never drive near a bus stop. That's disgusting. <laughs> Dude, it's so good if you go past a bus stop and you block your nose when you drive past. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a Lamborghini and you pull up to the lights and someone you block you wind up the windows and then block your nose until you take off. <laughs> Dude, well we better make a move because we want to we're gonna try to do these weekly now. Yes, yes we are. Um invest in uh invest in sure thing dot money. Um, and we'll get you we'll get you pimping. Have you made have you uh, what have you tra- what were you trading last week? Mate, it's private. Oh fuck off. I get it. You're not doing well, but tell us what you were trading. No, dude, I'm not in the mood, but I will tell you something that I'm turning around and I'm about to, I think in a three months, I'll unveil my recovery capital balance. Ooh. Oh, here we go. That's what I want to hear. They're finally getting the story back. We were going to hear the low. We're going to hear the high and we're going to be flying. Yeah, you're going to hear the low and you're going to realize nine months and then I'm going to... And you know what's going to, you're going to hear it on the final app where I go like, you know what's happened now? You fucking doubting Thomases. Wolfie's retired. It all worked yeah, out. Yeah, and then poof, big gunshot, explosive end to sure thing. Because you know what I realised is you have that idea that it's all over, but I'm still still alive and I'm still Barely. willing to, 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 I can... I can rec- I can come good now, mm. and fuck, it's gonna f- the sweet taste of bitter victory. Oh, oh no, of, of- <laughs> the sweet taste of bitter victory, man. The amount of fucking eating of shit and crawling through the mud you've had to do, it is truly a bitter taste. Oh, mate, the bitter victory that's gonna come, 
and the spite that I have. As I said on the pod before, I've got a list of people I'm going to get back and it starts <laughs> down to even just a bad look at when I'm checking out at uh, a shop. I'll fucking, I'm going to wreck lives everywhere. <laughs> I've got a laundry list. If you gave me a second glance down the beach because my hair wasn't brushed right, fucking look out. Because once I get enough resources, I'm going to rain terror around, the, uh, around uh, Perth. Payback. That's good, man. I'm looking forward to the, uh, the, oh, Fuck, man, I had something for... I was going for something on the four horsemen of the apocalypse, but, you know, I couldn't I couldn't get there. <laughs> Dude! Well, we, we, it, we're rusty because we're just back because you had uh, your sort of nana nap. I know, we can talk about it. We'll talk about, we're going to talk about it at the start, but we can talk about the vertigo next time. But, yeah, I've, I've even got notes on the vertigo. It's... Um, man, you know what they give you for vertigo? Antipsychotic medication. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> I was on antipsychotics for weeks. Dude, vertigo, so you're like, it's, it's scared of heights. No, no, that's... Uh, no, I'm just being stupid. I was trying to look for a dumb tie. I wanted to do... So yeah, don't worry. No, that's vertophobia, you know? Remember? You can't be afraid of something. <laughs> dude, so I, dude, I was tying back into uh, to, to why is it homophobia? I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you, cause you know, I love when people get things, something wrong. A comic dressed me down at a gig on Thursday and she goes, shut the fuck up, cunt. You've done it every gig. You need to shut the fuck up. I'm sick of it. If I hear you on stage, I'm going to push you off that balcony, you fucking prick. And I'm like, what is this? Like the Just for Laugh gala? Like who gives a fuck? It's a hobby. We're doing badminton. Why, why, why was why were you eliciting this much vitriol from someone? Oh, I don't know, man. They, they teed off and people are like, are you all right after that? And I was like, but then later on they corrected me. I said cabin pressure. And they go, I think you'll find, I go, oh, the Pfizer's giving me cabin pressure in the ears. And she goes, I think you'll find it's cabin fever. And then I drove home and I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, I think you'll find you're fucking not right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was right. And I just said, yeah, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. But I love the fact I got a technical call up on something that was actually incorrect. Ca- cabin fever. Is it's got nothing to do with cabin pressure is the correct term. I uh, mean, I had one recently. I had one recently where uh, uh, someone said, uh, "I said bear witness," and they with like B E A R, and they were like, "Oh, yeah. I think you're finding it's uh, bear witness." I'm like, "No, no, it isn't. That's wrong. That's very, very wrong." And oh man, they uh, they a lot of backflips to avoid uh, coming clean oh, on dude, that one. Dude, it's it's like the here here. Versus here, 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 the, mm. here, the. Yeah. And everyone like writes here, here, like they're trying to lure a little kid into a van to molest them. Yeah. But it's, it's here, the, here, the, here, the, which was like in politics. But I love correcting these little do-gooders that do here, here. And I'm like, what, you got a van with candy in it, do you, you fucking pedophile? <laughs> 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 but you know, you know when someone's going... Because they always write it with a moment. Someone goes, the, the vaccine's fake. Here, here. And I'm like, I didn't know you were fucking. But you know, I love getting those little, uh, you know. But, but it's actually an interesting one because I had to Google it. Here, here. Is it here, H-E-A-R, or is it H-E-R-E? It's here, the, here, the. So... There's something for the listeners to learn. You you learn each day, eh? Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't really go much into new money theory, um, but we did. We did learn. We did learn 
what we always say, and this is the motto of the pod, not only do you, you laugh, but you also learn. Learn never to be like us. Cool, dude. Speak to you later. See you later. Cheers, Bye. man. Leveraging your home. Margin personal loans. Hedged by put contracts. Holding 15 overexposed bad positions. Looming threat of liquidation. Everybody wants to rule the world. Ha <laughs> ha